Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the No Apologies podcast. This is Face uh, from London, and I am here with Ali and Samin. Uh, Yasser couldn't make it today, and inshallah, he'll be with us next uh, on the next one. Um, wow, go ahead. Assalamu alaikum, guys. What's going on? Wa alaikum assalam. Yeah, Yas, man. Yas and his holidays. I don't even know how he classes that as a holiday. He's just like, <laughs> what, 10 miles upstate, away? Right? He's in the same yeah. place. He's in the same place. Like, it's like well, me if I go to London. Go down the road, a holiday. I've, I've got my laptop. I've got an internet connection. This yeah. dude's acting like he's in some mountain somewhere, you know. Well, like, well, to be fair to him, right? It takes like three hours to get out of New York City. So... Uh, uh, three hours is not a vacation there. Bro, listen, that's a journey. You, then you need to chill after the three hours of drive. Oh, good luck. <laughs> yeah, you hours. can chill and then you can find a decent internet connection. Yeah, get your laptop out. I bet he's gaming. He's probably yeah. playing Fortnite. He's probably playing Fortnite with his, uh, right. his little nephews. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, don't rip on Fortnite. I play Fortnite. It's a good game. Oh, come on. Really? Honestly, I play Fortnite. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got, uh, I've got uh, you know, hundreds of wins. I've, uh, I'm probably you know, that 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 kid from England winning, uh, winning a million pound or whatever he won. Yeah. No, it was that... uh, a guy from the states, uh, Booger, who oh, yeah, won the one championship. From England, yeah. Essex. One from Essex. Yeah, yeah, uh, that guy. He won the duo. He won the duo yeah, championship. Yeah, yeah. That has been a disaster, honestly. That has like killed everyone. Now you get all these kids. Yeah, I can win it. I can win it. Dude, my nephews are saying Listen. they can win it. You know what I'm saying? See, yeah. these kids, they're going to get a realization about taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Next <laughs> quarter, dude. That's I feel a, bad for them. What, yeah, well, look, man, you win $3 million. Uh, right. Taxes are right at the back of your mind. You know what I mean? He, wait, wait, he's wait. thinking, <laughs> I mean, at 16, w- w- you ain't thinking about investments. You're not thinking, you're thinking about oh, cars that's and, a, you know, bloody. That's a good point. If you're under like 16, you still pay tax. Dude, you think they're gonna let that go? No, no, I'm just curious. I, I, yeah, I mate, can't the remember. government doesn't I, let I mean, anyone go. Bro, it doesn't matter if you're if you're a one day old, you pay taxes. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how's uh, how's everything been from last time? It's been right. It's been good. Yeah, bit of a delay. Yeah. I wish you made an episode earlier. Yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, I was. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was a good discussion. I was expecting a lot more, lot more, um, what's the word? Uh, I was almost expecting like I was going to have to come here and apologize for some of the comments. Uh, (laughs) You're talking about, um, well, well, you know, we did get, we did get some negative feedback, you know. Did we on Twitter or Facebook? No, no, just generally like uh, this, this, I, you know, what I was saying was that like, you know, this stuff about halala. About some of the Hanafis and yeah. stuff, yeah. yeah. And I was thinking that people are really gonna take offense and they're really gonna, you know, uh, what's the word? There's gonna be a bit of a backlash about, uh, about it, but people just have not reacted about it at all. They've, they've like, you know, almost when you put your head down in shame, it's really yeah. hilarious, honestly. I was like, the head's in the sand, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to go. It's either that or we have like no listeners. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm telling you, the people that you'd expect, you know, trying to goad them a little bit, saying, you know, what have you got to say about yourself? They just, they just like try to cover that. No, trust me, a lot of people heard it, but it it wasn't, um, there was no sort of uh, 
I think they're kind of uh, maybe we're taken aback by it and shamed by it. So you know, when you, you don't say anything, it was, it was, I think thing, yeah, was, I think I think it was that sort of reaction. Yeah, it was that thing where I don't think they were shocked. They a lot of people knew what what go. A lot of people know what goes on, mm. but because it's um, one of those little you know, I don't know. How, obviously, I don't want to say it, but one of those little dirty little secrets. Yeah, you know, no one wants to talk about it yeah. because they think. They're thinking, oh, if it gets out, you know, if it really gets a bit of traction, people are gonna use yeah, it to bash right. their or bash their, you know, mother or bash their little sect or whatever. Don't people usually like go for go in the defensive and start denying it? But but none of them did it. Eh? It's too hard to deny when like right. come on, if uh, if uh, Channel Four was it Channel Four, BBC? Channel Four. No, it was BBC. BBC, BBC, yeah, BBC, was BBC. Hate all the names. Yeah. yeah. BBC are putting uh, a documentary about it, you know, and they caught the guy with his literal pants down. <laughs> How can you deny it? How are you going to deny it? Yeah. And if uh, if that India new Indian newspaper have uh, published it, forget the word itself, people know it. People have heard about it. Yeah. Yeah, that so, reminds me. Face uh, misspelled it. In our podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now. You put halal on. Yeah, just that. Uh, I was going to tell you to edit it, but you can't edit Twitter, can you? It's, Wait. Uh, yeah, I, I, I misspelled what? The word. It's not halalal. It's halala. I know. D- uh, don't yeah, put you, L at the end. Yeah, you, you put, put L at the end. That's typo. Anyway. I'm yeah, it's fine, man. Everyone knows what it is. Hmm. But yeah, I was just I just found it hilarious to be honest with you. Like I couldn't get anyone to engage in any discussion with me about it. They were just uh, very, very, very quiet. Yeah, well, what were they gonna say? I mean, oh yeah, yeah, then that's it's all good. I mean, there's there really is nothing to say. It's it's shameful. It's you know, it's disgusting. It's that right. such a thing but even least, occurs. At least say it's wrong, you know, and it's disgusting. And we're trying to stop it, and this is our what we're trying to do but they know no one's doing anything about it that's what it is yeah you know you know but mm-hmm. it's like in like when you're in school and they tell you to ignore the bad kids or ignore the bully right and because by reacting you're giving them attention sort of thing it's that sort of thing you it, it's not necessarily just bullies to any ideas if you in, in, engage with anything you're given it uh by default you're given it um traction you're given it some Thoughts so who do you mean giving who traction? Giving no, you giving, giving the guys doing get traction or the no, guys no, no, that are no. trying. No, given yeah. given the the, the so it's better not to talk about it and let it die the actual topic, then talk about it, engage it, say yeah it's wrong or say anything on it, and then get some of some people who may be uninformed about it, uh, get into kind of introduced to it. Oh, what's this guy? Oh, wait, this actually happens. Do you understand? And then. I don't people. agree with that because I no, think I, I don't need neither do I. But I'm oh, saying, right, right. Sorry, I thought you were saying you. I was like getting a bit confused. I thought you were saying that. Uh, <laughs> that's what you oh think no, no, no. Don't, 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 don't. no, that's what I think. Uh, that's what I think. Maybe their mindset was was that if we, if meaning, even though these guys have mentioned it, if we stay quiet about it, no one's gonna say anything. Eventually, it'll die. They'll move on. We'll move on. And this is just people. Yeah, because it is. If that is true, because periodically it's always brought up and then it dies down yeah. again. And I think mm-hmm. what is very similar to you know the discussion we were having about uh, or what's going on now, you know, about evolution. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of oh my days uh, that one. The Muslims, they tend to bury their head, you know, when it comes to evolution. 
Uh, they don't. They, they they don't. Just, they're gone. Yeah, go on. I was going to say, look, there's, there's, there's like a few distinct views when it comes to evolution. One is to say, if we came from monkeys, then why are there still monkeys here? Ha ha ha. Mm. I've kind of refuted evolution with that um, statement. Two is to totally deny it outright and say, like, oh no, there's no such thing as evolution. It doesn't exist. No, no, no. Um, and three is uh, like you get people who um, kind of go along with it. Uh, so they actually fall into it completely. Like you get the Osama Hassans of the world who yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. like completely go into it. Yeah, you know, Adam alayhi salam had um, eight, well, eight, eight like parents, I think he said once. Yeah, no, one, yeah. something like that, yeah. Something along those lines, and then you get the the fourth lot who are in in between, trying to battle it on both sides. So, uh, and leaving sort of uh, open ground for people to sort of interpret their like uh, obscure thoughts, and sort of not making anything clear, not 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 siding one way or the other, not saying yeah. uh, or or making statements on both sides at, at one point saying uh, you know Adam could have had eight black parents or uh, statements along those lines or I believe in evolution and then at the same time in other uh, other sort of gatherings saying well some people believe that evolution is completely compatible with Islam and it is not compatible with Islam like completely yeah. oh, you, get, you get guys leaving, even leaving Islam to be honest with you some people yeah. would think Evolution is the only way, and that's it. You know, it'll cause them mm. to leave Islam. But yeah. the, what I was trying to get out was, unless people actually talk about it, study it, research it, mm. in terms of like even Muslim scientists, Muslim biologists, you're gonna always get this kind of negative association. <laughs> where, so what happens is, if you if you're willing to just blank your eye and say no, it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. Fair enough, that's fine. You'll get a few people that are interested. A few, if you want to blank your head, yeah, and say, "Full stop. I don't believe in evolution. Uh, I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to study it. I believe Adam al-Islam, you know, was created uh, as as we all believe, you know, by Allah yeah. without any parents. Right. That's fine. But you're always going to get some people, and the, and now growing up in the West, it's, it's a lot more that they want to know what has Islam got to say about evolution. You know, they want to right. know what what do Muslims believe, and they yeah. can't find uh, answers from other Muslims because Muslims that's, themselves don't engage in these discussions. That's the biggest you tragedy. I mean? To be honest, a dry subject though. It's, there's nothing interesting about that field. It kind of kind of depends uh, no, what your interest is, isn't it? No, it, yeah, it's too. I think it falls into two things. Here. It's either it, I agree with you. For some people, it's it's as simple as. Um, did Adam have uh, parents? No. How do we know this? Well, Allah tells us in the Quran how Adam was created, and we know from the Hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu And that's it. That's it. It's all cut and dry now. Evolution says yeah. is a chance that he could have. No, I don't want to listen to that. That's fine. I don't. I mean, I'm not interested in that. This is for me. This is the truth, and this is the standard I go by. And to be honest, that's how that, it should be, though, because you're that, supposed to drive, drive the conversation towards Tawheed. 
and right. and uh, theology. Do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what the, the the issue here is? Is the issue here is and it's been like it's for a long time. This is how I've always thought of it. There are sort of circles that um, overlap each other. So you got a person who wants to become I don't know a doctor, for example, um, just I don't know a GP or something, and. Is, sorry, is GP used national, like uh, globally, like you know, a general practitioner? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they want to become like a, a, a GP, um, and they specialize in I don't know what. It doesn't matter. But they want to. Um, so what they'll do is they'll study about that. But then with that, obviously, they need to study biology, and with biology comes to do understand it, how it overlaps. So we need Muslim doctors. Okay, we need Muslim doctors. But the Muslim doctors, in order to become a doctor, you need to study this. Okay, that. And then do you understand? It slowly, slowly overlaps, and then you can get Muslims going into other fields, like uh, more like. Um, that uh, it, it specifically Look, more into biology and then it slowly, yeah. slowly it'll overlap and then you're going to get these people who if they don't have traditional islamic upbringing and training in terms of uh, know the deen at a more sort of comprehensive level they can get sort of shaken up well what's all this stuff i've because like uh at a, like a sort of surface level i know that adam uh, was created by allah and but these guys are telling me that this is, and this is the proof and evidences they have for that. So that's where it kind of gets a bit sketchy for them. Yeah. So, for example, the the issue is like the majority of Muslim uh, scientific practitioners, let's call them. Yeah. Yeah. For example, you know what we talk, what you're talking about: doctors, dentists, um, opticians, anyone that studies science, yes, right? Yes, Astronomers, that's right, whatever yeah. they study. Right. Their level of bio. bio the, the detail of evolutionary biology that they study is very, very limited. Right. right? Mm. I'm talking about this even like from a personal experience. No. As part of my, say, degree, my course, it's, it's only a, a, a basic understanding of, of uh, evolution that we actually covered. Mm. Right. And then after that, it was more what I studied myself. And even studying myself, I have what I would probably describe as a very, very limited understanding of uh, evolution myself. Right. Right. One of the reasons is, you know, because it's not really as uh, as much as practical science as theoretical, if you get me, right? So a lot of Muslims, they don't want to study it because there's no, uh, practically, they're not going to be doing anything after. It's just going to be like reading or writing papers or studying in a lab. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the majority of Muslims that do sciences actually go into practical fields. Mm. That's a separate issue. What you get now is that you'll get non-Muslims bashing uh, Islam with right. evolution, with this right. idea of evolution. Now, unless Muslims do their, uh, I'm not talking about like average oddball Muslims or even someone like myself, but someone who's researched uh, a university, they, you know, professors that actually take their time, study it properly, don't just rehash Christian ideas. You know, the, you know, you like you said, some of the nutty, you know. Um, some of the nutty Christian ideas, you know, where, where they start talking about, oh, you know, if there's why are monkeys there, yeah, mm. or how could yeah. all this happen? It's yeah. only five thousand years old, you know, all these yes. kind of ideas. Muslims the earth is start, only six thousand years old, or something. Yeah, yeah. Muslims yeah. start repeating them same ideas. Yeah, they don't know, you know, for, like for for example, myself, I I don't know all the details about. Uh, I have a question. I have a question. Yeah, go so, far away. So which. Which field actually requires the study of evolution in medicine? 
That, that's what I'm saying. Not really. You don't need to. You don't, right? So who yeah, actually you, studies the the field of evolution other than biologists, like like proper biologists that are are digging deep into like genomes and whatever? Proper biologists. And you that's know, it, that's right? It. That's it. That's that's what I'm saying to you. Right? Like majority of so it's like it, so so it's like a very specialized field. It, it has nothing to do with your pragmatic real. Uh, you study no, like I, I, I think probably in if you're studying like neuroscience, I'm guessing you you would have uh, you would need you? a greater understanding of it. No, 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 you won't. No? This is what I'm saying to you. What you'll study is that say for example in in any of these fields, mm. right? You'll study that, look, uh, according to evolutionary biology, uh, they blah, 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 this, this, and this, this happened, and that's how we've ended up with now, mm-hmm. right? Now, this is the reality of what we got. Let's study it in oh, amazing, wait, wait. So, so, so basically, they just, they just uh, establish some kind of first principles. Yes. So and, you, and they move off that. Because yeah. you have to. Otherwise, you don't know where to begin. So you'll establish that this is what happened based on what everyone's told you already has happened. Right. And now we're here. What we want you to do is research now what's going on here to make a practical application. That's the majority of science, right? Yeah. Right. Then yeah. you get a very, very limited amount of science or scientists that will say, let's go and study how this came about, right? And that's like maybe half of a half of, you know, like a very, very minority, right? Now I can't challenge them. So I can't turn around and say to them that, oh, you know mm-hmm. what, uh, you said this and you did this. And why is this? Because I honestly don't know because I haven't studied it in that much detail. Now, there are issues with evolution that I have studied that, you know, uh, I don't agree with. But I can't go into that kind of depth and make stupid arguments. Oh, yeah. You're going to get rolled over, dude. You're going to get rolled over. Yeah, you're going to get rolled over. You're going to get humiliated. You're going to make Islam look stupid, right? Mm. But as Muslims, there is a preced, uh, sorry, a premise that we can all agree on, right? And that is, it's a simple one. It's that, look, if you want to believe in evolution, if you believe that, you know, um, X came from Y, you know, Y came from uh, Z, etc., etc., mm-hmm. that's, uh, we don't know. We, we, we've not researched into it to tell you whether you're right or wrong. But what we do know from Quranic, this is where we go back to Tawheed, from Quranic proof, from proof from hadith is that Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam salam without parents, right? Now that is the red line that we've set ourselves. After mm-hmm. that, go and research, go and find out what you know what you need to do. What's happening with Muslims now is because either they go, look, you know what, it's all wrong. I'm not gonna research it, I'm not gonna do anything. And then you end up with either people making stupid arguments, making no argument. Or they they're accepting, you know, the fact that what they say Adam Islam came right. from whatever because uh-huh. they can't refute it, or because they they think that. So, for example, if you've got two people arguing, right? One's making logical, you know, uh, scientific facts, what he claims as facts, and one guy telling you, you know, what the Earth is six thousand years old, dinosaurs roamed around with you know humans, you know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, mm. that. You know that you hear from uh, the states, especially. Who are you gonna yeah, go? Yeah, bro. With? There was dinosaur boys for cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you bro. heard all the arguments, isn't it? That that they, they come out with. So who are you gonna who are you gonna accept? You know, if if you don't have strong belief, if you don't have strong uh, uh, foundations on Islamic sciences. 
But don't you think that there needs to be sort of a uh, Muslims who do go out and study this at, at length and in depth, uh, get to the crux of the issue, so we're not kind of um, out in the wilderness trying to yes. defend ourselves against yep. this... Uh, it is like an onslaught, right? Because um, I remember, I think it was Dawkins or someone, I can't remember who, one of them said that, look... Um, I don't, uh, he said, it's not about, he said, uh, evolution doesn't discount the existence of God. He said, however, for you, if evolution discounts the existence of God, then I will just propagate that and prove to you that evolution is true. Do you yes. understand what I'm saying? That's the, yes. the meaning, that's what the, 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 the premise he's using. Like, he does, oh, he's wait. just anti-religion. I, I, I didn't get it, say it again. Okay, so if evolution... So he believes in obviously in evolution, and we as Muslims don't believe in it. Like I'm just saying, mm-hmm. uh, say mm-hmm. that is say that is a line that we draw there, and uh, he does. Right. He believes that we don't. He's saying that well, if that line is going to disappear at me proving to you that evolution is true, then I'll just do that. I'll just try and prove to evolution to 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 prove that your religion's false. Do you understand? He but that really, makes no sense. Because well, no, what he's yeah. saying is that. If, if, by saying evolution is true doesn't disprove that there's a god but however for you if me proving evolution to be true proves that there isn't a god so because you're saying that evolution is true because see, you're texan then I'll he just do understands that. he understands a fundamental flaw with muslims in understanding of these things that muslims don't even understand themselves it, it, yes. it's that uh, that has no bearing on your faith that's just a thing. That's just a field of study. Right. right? Yeah. It, 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 it has no bearing on the, on the uh, Tawheed. It has no bearing on, on any kind of philosophical, metaphysical uh, arguments. Yes. It's, it, it's just a field of science, and science is a tool, and that tool is you just observe what you can with your limited scope and try to understand what's around you. That's it. Right, but what he's saying though is that if you draw the line at the creation of Adam, if you draw the hard line at creation of right, Adam, right, right, right. then and we can prove that we come from a single cell organism, right? Every sort of if you look into uh, the DNA and you find these, right. uh, you understand that these common uh, like patterns, and we can prove that they all that you can trace them all back. Uh, slowly slowly like uh, wolves and dogs and if you go further back to one particular do you understand what i'm saying if you can trace it all back to one single cell organism and that means that your version of events in adam being true uh, or your version of events in uh adam are not true then i'll just do that to disprove your religion that's that's yeah so 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 yeah so as i'm saying it's the fundamental um, lack of understanding for the Muslim side. Right, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. It, it is what it is. Also, he can't do that because there's way too much missing data. So it, it's flat from the start. Yeah, exactly. But what, what people, what, what we're saying is that instead of saying one of two things, right, either you can turn around and say, look, whatever you've witnessed or whatever you've seen or whatever you've theories that you've come out with, you know, what we're saying is that, look, Allah's mother created Adam al Islam. After that, mm-hmm. whatever you want to mm-hmm. believe, whatever you want to see, it's, it's, it's up to you, yeah? And it might even be like one of the arguments that, you know, you say it's a fitna that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put in your eyes, yeah? To make you 
even more uh, further away from the deen that you're looking at the world in this particular viewpoint right mm. it's a very very simple argument bring everything back to tawhid or yeah. mm-hmm. you can, or you can go into detail and look at the the flaws in their actual theories how it doesn't relate to humans etc cetera, etc cetera. what you can't do is be half-eyed about it right 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 right, right. What you can't do is turn around and say not know your own belief first of all yeah. And sec- or and not know what they yeah. believe in. Do you understand? Right. Do you understand yeah. what we're saying? Yeah. You can't be what like I, I, I'm not bashing you know Hamza Zorts. We we talked about this before. You know that Hamza. You know I've got so much respect for him. The fact that he came out and turned around and said, you know what I said before was wrong. You know in terms of science. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got his book as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. mashallah, he's done loads of really good work. Yeah. And he turned around. And he said, look, what I said before in terms of if you know. Pseudo scientific nonsense. It's rubbish. Because yeah? he was, he, I think he was going down the path of uh, the Harun Yahya stuff, weren't he? Yeah, and he was. Harun Yahya stuff. Uh, yeah. The um, Maurice Maurice Bile Maurice Bile. I don't know. The guy. Who is. The, you know, you must have seen the famous book, the Quran, Islam, and Science. It's the uh, he, he's the guy who did the the embryology thing, right? Uh, yeah, Quran, Islam, and Science. Yeah, oh, he did the, all that. Oh, stuff. was that yeah, was yeah. that the study uh, sponsored yeah, by yeah, Saudi? Bile, so. Yes. So he he's the one that you know they came up with all these ideas. Um, mm. So for example, the, the people that don't know, they came up with the uh, they said that look, um, uh, the the moon doesn't have its own light, yeah, and the sun has its own light, you know, which which is what we know, yeah, which mm-hmm. is fact. You know, the the, the 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 moon's light is a reflection of the sun, right? So he said in the Quran the way that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala describes the moon. He never describes it as he describes it as a, how did he say it? like um, like a torch or something, yeah. Yeah. And he describes the Quran, uh, the 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 sun as a lamp, right? Right. So they use that as some kind of way. I, to be honest, I'm even confused how they did that, it. That's like, that's what you call curve fitting, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's so confusing even to me now. I'm looking at it right, and everyone propagated this. Well, this is one of the core things that how did the people at that time know that the moon didn't have its own light and the quran saying yeah. it yeah yeah so they, they really propagated it and so you know first of all the stupid thing is they didn't know that at that time people didn't know that the moon didn't have light they knew that the moon was reflecting the sun's light yeah? yeah they knew that because they were very well versed in the phases of the moon you know and uh they were very well versed in you know astronomy and uh eclipses they knew why these things happened right so they had no understanding of history, first of all, right? Which is you know <laughs> ridiculous what you mean yeah. because that right because you know when you get Hindus uh uh three thousand years ago that were talking about these kind of things, mm. it, then what well, are they mm. right as well? Are they you know were they uh prophesizing? You know, yeah, exactly. Second of all, you know, when you read the Quran mm. and Allah SWT says it I was reading uh, about the moon, it actually says and uh Allah SWT is the one that created, you know, like the moon and mm. in it is light. Right mm. now, how do you explain to in if you're this is your basis that you're using? Mm. How do you explain that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in the moon there is light? Right? Mm. If you if you're talking about a scientific point of view, yes, because then you'd say no, no, you, you know, if someone could turn around and say no, look in your Quran it says that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says the moon in the moon there's light. Mm. So your your Quran doesn't believe that. Uh, oh no, the, the, then you play around with the. Uh... With what's literal and what's metaphorical. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. What's, what's exactly. Based on your wins. Yeah. 
That's yeah, it. Yeah. Once you lose the argument, you start playing around on metaphorical. Yeah, oh, dude, you, know, you know what the worst things I've seen? Uh, once one time I was uh, looking at these people, they're debating uh, things about Islam, right? And uh, yeah. the things about hadiths came out. And the things they couldn't they couldn't counter, they would dismiss that as uh, fake. Oh, it's Dave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like such tactics are so dangerous, man. Yeah. Like, yeah that's when you don't know what you're talking about. This half-heartedness, you know, is really, really what's killing. Because it's not like 40 years ago or even 20 years ago or even 10 years ago. Yeah, dude. You, you put an argument mm -hmm. and because you're only talking to five, six people, you know, yeah. in a little area. Exactly, yeah. No one can. Now, you know, like, I, I know it's bad, but like, I'll be having a discussion with someone about anything. Yeah. yeah? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I got into a massive, uh, I, like, I was, with, I was with some family, right? And uh, they said, Oh, uh, I was like, oh, where did you park the car? And they said, at the T-junction, right? Mm. So I'm like, the T-junction? I'm like, the T-junction? There's no T-junction here. And they're like, no, it's there at the T-junction. And I know the area. Yeah. And I'm thinking, am I being stupid? Is there something I'm not understanding? So I'm like, you mean the dead end? The like, cul-de-sac, yeah? And they look. Like, no, the T-junction, right? <laughs> yeah. right? And I'm like, oh, you're talking about that sign that says dead end. <laughs> so they're like, no, that's a T. That's it. I'm like, it's not a T, man. You know uh, what? Yeah. But anyway, 10, 20 years ago, it would have been an argument that you had back and forth, right? No yeah. one knows who's right, who's wrong, and you yeah. walk off, right? Yeah. Now, you just get on your phone, yeah. typing T-junction, yeah. right? And one of you looks like an idiot, and not yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> And the other one looks like, you know, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. The same thing. So if I turn around and say, oh, no, this means that. Even if it's something, subhanAllah, this is the funny thing now. Even if it's something about Arabic, right? Mm. So if I turn around and put, oh, uh, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the, the earth is this. Mm. And that word means the ostrich egg, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Next man, he goes online. He goes to an Arabic dictionary, right? He types in ostrich egg. Finds the word for it, digs it in an Arabic thesaurus, and he says, mate, what are you talking about? Right? It doesn't say that at all. This is your book. Or he goes on to some non-Muslims who's refuting that same argument, yeah. reads the whole argument, and throws it back in your face. Right. right? It's easy to do, man. You look like an idiot. Yes. And the worst yes. thing is you make Islam look like that as well. Do you know the, right. problem, the problem with that is, is where people anchor so, uh, what people see uh how they see it they see it in light so they 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 look at the quran they won't see it as necessarily truth but they will they, you ask them they'll say absolutely all of it is true but what is they'll look at it they'll judge it in light of uh modern science so if modern yeah. science comes up with something they'll be like yeah, yeah that we already knew that 1400 years ago but then the problem with that is is that when Chris christians were doing the same thing and they thought they were the center of the universe and when they figured out that they weren't because they were holding on to that belief for so long so when they figured mm -hmm. out that when they obviously had finally um you had the people thinking no nah, no nah, we're not the central uh center of the universe then um their whole thing collapsed. It was like, yeah. do you understand what I'm saying? Other, and then that's I what certain people do. I think the other thing is, we, like, I don't know how it's happened, you know, and I'm not blaming, like, the rise of, I know you probably will, yeah? I'm not blaming the rise of, like, Salafism. Right? Definitely, definitely to blame. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I think you can blame the lie. They're probably a byproduct, not, like, not the root cause of it. 
Yeah, but we've kind of lost the the purpose of why the Quran was revealed, right? So, for example, the Quran wasn't revealed to be like uh, what the Christians have held the Bible, that it's a story of events that have happened, and we need to take them events as like, this is, you know, like, uh, we need to look at the details of them events, mm. and the details of what them events are, what's, ha- uh, what's important. So, for example, like, you know, the, the, the Genesis story, or, you yeah. know, um, whatever, you know, and, and they look at that and they say, oh, look, no, God says the center of the universe. So that's the important bit that we take from it. Right. Mm. Yeah. The, the Quran wasn't there to tell us scientific facts. Right. right? Exactly. So yeah. when the Quran says that the earth has an orbit, you know, the, the sun has an orbit. It's not supposed to be a scientific fact that the Quran is telling you. Right. Yeah. It's supposed to be an awe inspiring, you know, uh, challenge for you to look at what's around you in order to rectify your affairs and draw close to what you're here for. Right. So, uh, so saying. people tend to use the Quran as like as as like a as a confirmation for their own biases or unown their own beliefs instead of yeah. using it as a as a guidance. Exactly. So for example, you know? if if you look, if you're a drug dealer, right, or you're a doctor, right, mm-hmm. and you read a verse in the Quran. Right. Uh, so let's pick a verse. Let's say what well, Allah Taala says. You know, uh, He forgives all sins. Yeah. Right. You're telling me that you both are supposed to have the same understanding, the same effect of that ayah. It's not. It's not true. It's not going to happen. Right. It affects me differently to the way it affects someone else. Right. If you're, uh, if you're, if you're, yeah. So, for example, you, you're dealing drugs, right? And mm. you're thinking, you know what? I'm immersed in my life in sins, yeah. right? You're, you're and I can never get it. away from this, mm-hmm. right? And there's no way Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is going to forgive me, and I'm going to hell, right? Yeah. And you read, and you read that, and you think, you know what? Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will forgive everything. Let me leave it, yeah. right? right? Now you might yeah. be a you might be a pious man, and you read that, and you think, you know what? Allah Subhanahu wa Taala can make anyone like me. He can make anyone better than me. He can forgive anyone's sins. I'm nothing special. Right. Do you understand? You have you 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 see the same ayah and you look at it and mm. it affects your life differently. Right. You right? take you take meaning from it. Uh, you take meaning from it. Like when I read the ayahs of the the sun, the moon, you know, when I read the ayahs of poverty and 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 reaching, it, it means something to me personally because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is directing that to me personally. I've right. got that. You know, you're supposed mm-hmm. to have that personal relationship with the Quran, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And. We kind of like made our relationship with the Quran like, you know, uh, like the Bible. It's something you need to read them chapters, you know. Uh-huh. And once you read them chapters, you know, that's it. You know, so on the Friday you read this, on the Monday you read this, on the Tuesday. You know, do, you know, do you know what I'm saying? I'm not being yeah. literal, but you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. No, it literally is like that, though. Like, how many people understand what they're reading? Yeah, they, they, don't, it's, they don't understand what they're reading and they don't try to make that connection with it. No. You know, the, the lessons they get from it. You know, I was uh, I was thinking I was listening. You know, um, the, in in Turkey and in some of these places, they have these uh, something you know something called readings, yeah. Uh, and I think it used to happen in America as well. They, what they do is they'll get a book and they'll read that book in a gathering. So there might be in like a load of people there, and what they'll do is they'll read the book and then they'll talk about it, and they'll talk about you know the the meanings that uh, how it you know how it affects them what they think about it etc do, do you know what i mean yeah 
And I feel that Muslims would benefit doing the same thing with the Quran. You know, even if it's not individuals, just a few of you, you know, sitting down, reading some ayahs, talking about it, what they think, how is that, you know, what they what they get from there. You mean instead of yeah, you mean just a like a like a, a gathering uh, of just at like a local masjid or wherever and someone's house, like a local masjid, but not in just saying, look, you know, this is Surah Fatiha, this is uh, when it was revealed, this is how many ayahs in it. This is what this person said about it. This is what that person said about it. Yeah, yeah throwing out factoids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's fine. Don't get me wrong. To see like that is is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But what I think we need to do is draw closer to it instead. Yeah. So it's fine saying that you know this is what this means. This is when it was revealed. Think about it. Open your eyes to it. Yeah. It's addressing Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is addressing you. You know how does it affect you? What do you think about it? You've read this ayah every day. Five times a day, however many times a day, sorry, in every salah, you know, what do you think? Has it changed anything in you? It sounds, you like, reply? A, it sounds like an AA meeting. Yeah. I don't drink. Sit around and just, uh, I, I see what you're saying though. But the, uh, I, thought you, I thought you Sufis went to that, man. Listen, firstly. No, sorry, it's, firstly. Isn't, that like, what, isn't that how you, like, uh, like your molly gatherings, it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, bro, they're just singing stern. <laughs> Listen, if you want to go there, we can go there. <laughs> yeah. Not today, man. We've got, right. got, yeah, we, we got, got, got a few months. Rabbi Lowell, what is it? Yeah. So Rabbi, uh, about three months, then yeah. we'll, get, we'll get there. Yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start reading it up now. <laughs> yeah. Memorize all the evidences. That you got, you got like Stipe, you know, Stipe. Yeah. He had a year to prepare. He came prepared. <laughs> he came prepared and he won. Yeah. He won. Did you watch the fight? Yeah, I watched it. It was, man, those body shots were brutal, yeah. man. He hit him. He was, it was like, it was like baseball bats hitting him in the, in the stomach. Yeah. Do you, well, the funny thing is, is that DC, the, the only time of outside of Jones kicking him in the head, the only time I've actually seen him hurt is if anyone remembers when he fought Anton Silva. Anton Silva, like the majority it, of the yeah. fight, he. The front was, kick to the stomach, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the front kick to the stomach, and he goes, ah, yeah. like that. And it was like, oh, and then Anton obviously, but it was like way into the late into the third round uh i was i know i've always thought i've always thought you know that's he um he's vulnerable to that you know he's a bit soft maybe you know but obviously that he, he hit him with those shovels man to the midsection well it doesn't matter you know how hard you are to be honest with you, once he's hitting you in that liver and he was purposely going for the liver every shot yeah. I, you know the first two three he took and I thought, oh, they're not getting through. You know, they're not getting through at all. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, yeah, he's covered in fat. You know, there's no way he's getting through. Then you start <laughs> he's seeing him. He's always getting through. <laughs> then you seen him start wincing. Nah, you know, wincing. nah. After I tell you what, after that first one, you I heard the thud and you I saw it in his face. I was like, oh, that, that hurt. This guy, he's had it. And then he went and then I thought, but it's whether Stipe picked up on it. And he did. Yeah. So then it was like, okay, hit him another one, hit him. After the second and third one, I thought, that's it. It's, uh, at that point, I was like, DC's going to have to switch it up and maybe go for like a, on a single leg or high cross or something, meaning to, uh, or get him, get him into a clinch, get him close that range where he can't just like turn his hips yeah. into the hook uh, right into yeah, the body yeah. you know what i mean um for the all grind it out like i was uh, mentioning to yasser like um 
If you had like, I, if you had gotten into the cage, things. I think there's a few things. I think no. uh, I can't remember his fight against Gus, right? Yeah. But if I remember it, I think he faded in the last two yeah, rounds. That's right. Yeah, he did. And yeah. I think I think he was lucky to win that. I thought he lost anyway. Mm. Uh, against uh, uh, John Jones, he faded last two rounds again. He, yeah. Batted. Yeah. Yeah. He, he got, he, yeah. He got beaten up against Jones in the last two rounds. So. Yeah, and I thought here he thought I can knock him out. You know, and then when he's still there in the third round, yeah. I think his uh, he had that dump, you know, that drop when you got, yeah. where you think, oh man, that, that Mag- that Ma- yeah, that McGregor dump, you know? yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the gas tank yeah, is that- it's empty, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, now you're coasting. Yeah, and I think uh, we also with the uh, Stipe, I think the first round he was unsure of himself a little bit. Yeah, and then. Uh, yeah. He, once he gets hit a few times, he thinks, I'm not going to get knocked out. I can take this. I can take this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he, them, the way he, his stance movement yeah. you know, in the fourth round, yeah. it was like he was more yeah. fitter Energe- in the fourth yeah, right. than he was yeah. the first. Yeah, he came out like uh, more energetic and more moving uh, uh, like laterally and stuff. I, and then he, and he, yeah, he was coming like he had more snapped his shots as well i mean especially the yeah. hooks he was hitting them with but the thing is if, if dc wanted to if dc knew he was fading he wanted to like what he should have done is just close the distance and uh just grinded like got him up close uh in in the clinch and then you know threatened to take down and just keep it there keep it there and the thing is i know it's easier said than done because that drains a lot of energy uh especially being like that like in the clinch work anyone who's like done any clinch work knows it really does drain you um but that was he, he what he couldn't do is stand there especially the way steepo was moving and stuff it's like ah uh, you're gonna you're gonna get hit her and especially yeah. when you're when you're low in gas is when you're susceptible to get like uh, hurt a lot more from punches. Um, you know what? I, I think it's the only time in my life yeah. where I've been supporting the white man to beat the black man up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any other time. What? You, 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 you were supporting Stipe? Yeah, I wanted Stipe to win, man. What? You a Jones fan? No, not just that. Uh, I like Stipe. Come on, firefighter. Yeah, no, no. They are, they are, what, like... what, you, no well, when I saw that, uh, I definitely, yeah, my def, my like respect for him definitely went like yeah, up, he, up a few levels. Like, yeah, he's a he's a firefighter. He, vol- he volunteers uh, as a firefighter, you know. He volunteers, yeah. yeah, but he, he volunteers like full time, isn't it? Something yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know what, generally, when I was when you're seeing the build up to the fights, he just he seems like a genuine nice dude as well. You know, just like the family guy. He seems like uh, he's connected with his local community and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. And then I think he, he got done dirty by, you know, the UFC, the way he got, he, yeah, he got done hard. Yeah, that was out of yeah. order. I mean, especially after three title defenses, got the most title defenses in heavyweight history. And then you're totally like, you, it's almost like you're blackballed. They're looking for another fighter. They're looking for yeah. Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. They're looking at other people. And the mate's right there, you know. And then they were, they were they gave, they, dude, they gave the fight to Derek Lewis. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I think they <laughs> it for like four weeks notice, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, I think I've always thought that Engano would be too big and strong for DC, though. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, come on, does that do? By the way, has John Jones made any video response to KO? Oh no, he just said uh, uh, Stipe is the, uh, the best heavyweight in the world. 
Oh, you know what time. I should have done? No. You remember that video where uh, DC made a video with eating chicken? Yeah, yeah. That music video? <laughs> yeah, John yeah. Jones should have made the same video, but with cocaine. Him <laughs> <laughs> and the DC been having it back. That's the thing. Look, I, I'm, I'm honest. I, I don't like... I don't like DC's, like, even towards Deepa, he was being very cocky and no, arrogant and no, you I, don't I, deserve I, it and, you know, you're a whiner. He's, like, sanctimonious. Mm. I, I can't stand him. No, I think uh, he um, he has to kind of do that. I don't think that's him as a person. I think he was maybe hyping himself up, uh, getting mentally prepared or whatever. I don't no, th- that's him as a person, man. That's no, what he does. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he, he is. He did it, to, think it, he did it to Gus... He did it to uh, yeah, but that's uh, a little Rumble mental, Johnson. Yeah, yeah, but that's a bit of it's a bit of a mental wind up, isn't it? Meaning, no, but it's how you do it. That's what I'm saying to you. Mm-hmm. If you say like, "Oh, yeah, I'm the man," you're you know, if you do it a bit of anger, you do it a bit of like putting him down. But the way he does it, like just sanctimonious, like yeah, yeah, you little kid there, you know. No, just, no, I don't. You know, I'm all great. I'm all the best person in the world. You know, I've done everything. And you, what are you? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't. I don't feel. I don't feel like that. I watched the Diaz fight as well. Diaz fight. I was surprised. I was very surprised. No, I thought he did I really thought, well. I thought he did really I well. Did, that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't expect him. I thought Pettis would be too much for him. Yeah, I, I Pettis, thought... Pettis lost his game a long time ago, dude. You know what? Yeah, but he did well. He did well, Pettis, against... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wonderboy. The, the, the Wonderboy, yeah. You know, no, I don't I think so. But... I don't think so. I do. This is what, this is what I think. I think Pettis is too small for the 170 division and i think he's too he's not good enough for the 155ers 155 i think is his his weight class but he's there's just too many people there who are better than him and yeah, at he's, once, not too, he's not good enough for 170 either yeah they're right he i don't think he's he uh, with all with all due respect to him i don't think he belongs in either division and i think but the thing is is not only is he not i don't think he'd be good enough in 170 i think he um is just too small for weight class i i think wonderful i think didn't like how you can land one punch and knock someone out i think that's what happened with wonderful he, he threw the superman punch it landed it worked uh people will say oh no you know you're talking crap no i'm not because if this guy can turn around and rack up one three four five ko's in the 170 division then you would have uh landing one ko uh yeah he's not a ko artist yeah anyway, right exactly not. but the, the landing one ko uh against um Wonder Boy, through I mean, no one's done it, and this guy comes and just lands one punch and knocks him out. You know, it it, it doesn't I mean it, it's yeah, it's okay a win, but it, that that doesn't for me that doesn't solidify your place in the one seventy yeah, division. You know what I mean? He was losing up until then, anyway, as well. Yeah, yeah. right. He was getting beat up. He, you saw it yeah. on his face. It, it, that, that was like a, a hail mary. You know, he just threw that, yeah. it landed, it worked. Um, and but I, even uh, Diaz, I, like Diaz, wouldn't. I don't think Diaz would win. I think uh, the, the next fight is we're going to tell. Uh, if if they set up the Masvidal fight, we'll we'll tell whether Diaz is uh, made for that weight division. The last time he went up there, he got dragged by uh, Rory and Rory. Do you he can't fight the wrestlers. 
Yeah, as soon as the wrestling. Yeah, even if uh, I don't know if any of you guys watched uh, Benson Henson versus uh, Diaz. I mean, he he rided yes. Diaz out the whole fight. I mean, Diaz yeah, did yeah, nothing. Yeah. He, he couldn't do anything on the ground. He couldn't do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? The guy just he clinched him, took him down, beat him up. Um, it wasn't like a it was a dominant performance, but it wasn't like a a, a smashing that I would say Habib would uh, put on someone. But it was yeah. enough for you to oh, this guy has a problem with wrestlers. You know yeah, what I mean? And look at the yeah, and look at the top of the one seventy. You know. You got Camaro, you got Colby, yeah, you, know, yeah, you got good, good yeah. wrestlers. Right, you even even Woodley, right? You know, Woodley, Woodley yeah. um and you got uh, Ben Askren, who's obviously isn't happy with Pettis at the moment. Um <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's being sarcastic, I don't know if he's, if he's being fake or real or who? Ben Askren, I don't know if it was just he was just no, messing no, around. No, I, I think he was being uh, real because when he 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 put a tweet out first right and he there was a typo in it and i saw it when it was like within one minute i was just browsing i saw it and then when i clicked on it it disappeared it's like you know this page doesn't exist so i thought oh, okay yeah. maybe he's deleted it but then he re-uploaded it with the typo gone as well i thought oh, okay so i thought i think this guy definitely feels like I felt like he probably does feel hurt. By it. I don't know. Cause the guy Your said he is. Yeah, you know, it's, it, that is a bit of a, a crappy thing to do. I mean, your 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 teammate gets knocked out, uh, and you're there, like, yeah, you know, uh, how's he doing? Is he good? Yeah, that. I mean, he said, yeah, it was amazing. I was happy. For him. I was happy. Yeah, yeah, right. I was happy for him. Well, it doesn't mean even in the, like uh, I've had like people who I've like sparred with who've. Um, competed in competitions and stuff i've never been like even loosely i mean i hardly know whatever um but i'll never be like rooting for the other guy you do yeah, you, it's, it's, yeah Your teammate. You know what i mean uh, so it's um you can tell you can praise like the knee and the execution and all of that stuff you can do that but then to turn around and say yeah well, you know, i was happy for him and yeah well, you should have said um, I was. Uh, I felt bad for Ben, but you know it was, it was a, yeah, a yeah, good yeah. knee. But uh, he's my he's my teammate, whatever. But maybe I don't know that. You talked to my guy in it, Soldier of God. Yoel. <laughs> Dude, oh, did you see that fight? He man. got done over, man. I thought he won. I, I thought he won that fight as well. No, the, the uh, thing with me, I I'm always on the fence with uh, Romero. He. I feel like sometimes he does enough and he doesn't do enough at the same time. He leaves you like suspended in his mind, like the way he fights right towards the end of the round and stuff. Uh, he, he makes you feel like he thinks he's done enough, but then in my mind, I'm like, mm, I don't think he, you need to carry on pushing. And then the other guy may come strong in the end or whatever. But I, I did think he probably won that fight. Um, I probably have to watch it back again if I were to like go over it again or whatever. But <laughs> you gotta love that guy though, but he's uh, they, they should have given him a post more uh, like a poster. Oh, they they, did, they gave him nothing. They gave him yeah. uh, they gave him nothing in terms of even uh, the pre-fight sort of um, press. They gave him they gave meaning it was only uh, the main event and co-main event that got anything, even in the embedded but also, series. Also, Paulo Costa is the new guys in it. They want to pump. Oh, they want to push him. Yeah, the one young pump him up. Bloody yeah, you yeah. see that dude is huge. That, that, dude, that, that, dude, is is, that dude is walking he's taking steroids. All the drugs. He's <laughs> taking all of them twice. <laughs> you know? he's, there is no way that dude is not on drugs. You know what I mean? I 
how can he be bigger than dude? He was bigger uh, than Romero. It, uh, Romero, I didn't think that was possible. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, wait a second, dude. And the dude is massive, and and, and uh, there's no way that dude is clean. No way. Yeah, you definitely take it. Yeah, he's 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 on that good stuff. Um, it was a good fight, though. Very, very good fight. Very it was good, a good fight. It was an entertaining fight. I want to see where he goes from here, though. Uh, Costa. Um, Saying the winner of uh, Adesanya and uh, I think Jones should wait. So if Adesanya wins, then maybe him and Adesanya can get on in Africa or something. That's what Jones was saying. He was saying, "I want to fight Adesanya in Africa." I don't think that's a. F- yeah, that's not going to happen. But I, I want to see Jones fight Adesanya though. But then Jones, Adesanya would have to move up. Jones ain't going to yeah. know he make one eighty five. Jones, so. he's not going to make one eighty five. But yeah. I think it's, it's going to be easy fight. Yeah, but Adesanya, no, the one thing that annoys me about Adesanya is how it, like he how he's talking about Jones. Uh, like it's it's the silliness of it. He's like, well, I'm just I'm new in this game. I'm fresh, and you know I'm just starting out. And Jones, you know, he's old. And he's he, Jones is only like two years older than him, and he's been doing like yeah. ten years longer than him as well. Yeah, so I'm thinking, yeah, mate, yeah. there's not. It's not like he's talking to like a forty five year old, and he's like you know thirty in the prime of his mm-hmm. life. That's the man. He he has to find some angle. Come on. Yeah, yeah but that's not. Yeah, it, you know what I mean? Yeah, Whitaker's younger than him. Yeah, Whitaker's young. Whitaker was like. Oh, 28, 29? Yeah, he's younger than Adesanya. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. no, he, but I mean, he's talking about Jones. He's going, oh, Jones. No, but I'm is... saying, he, he said, oh, I think right. he said it about uh, Adesanya, uh, Whitaker as well. Oh, okay. You're the, you're the past, you're the old, and I'm, you know, <laughs> the past, you're the old. Dude. He's trash talking Whitaker, and, uh, you know, Whitaker's like, what do you think? And he's like, I don't think about him, you know, I don't know what to think. But again, I hope Whitaker wins. Again. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I want Whitaker to win. I'm not. I'm not. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'm not too um, sort of intrigued by the middleweight division anymore. I kind of fell out of love with it after uh, Anson lost. Um, yeah. Uh, it, uh, for me, it hasn't really been the same since uh, him. I mean, Weidman had a bit of a run. Then it's just changed hands from Weidman to Rocco to Bisping and. Then who 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 got it after who oh GSP, GSP. then he, he gave it up didn't he yeah so he gave it up yeah it just uh, yeah I mean it's just been changing hands like that. the um I I I need like a sort of solid champion that I can get behind but um true it is it is diff- different when everyone's but I don't know it's fun as well because like the heavyweight what's what's the record three. Three, three, yeah, three, 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 three years. Yeah. That's what, like a year and a half, you know, max. Yeah. Well, they, 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 well they, they, usually tie uh, champions are contracted to fight three fights a year. So it's literally like, if it is, but what obviously keeps it going longer is injuries and stuff. So Kane yeah, was obviously out a year and a half. Yeah. A year and a half. A year and a half would have it, yeah. The goals. No. The goals change it somewhere. Because, yeah, it's that way, you know, one shot and yeah. it's all over, you know. I, th- DC, I think, DC first yeah, exactly. I think uh, the new um, dude at heavyweight is, is going to be uh, Engano, and he's just going to be murdering dudes. Do you think? Uh, yes, you think I, th- I think I think he's going to go up against Stipe. Like if he he went up against Stipe, and then he fought. Who did he fought after that? Derek Lewis, I think, and nothing happened. He did nothing. But then, <laughs> then right, he they were just circling each other. Oh, then, no, that was and hilarious. Then, and then after Derek Lewis, he fought. I mean, I don't know who he fought, but he, 
I think Curtis Blades he fought. He but he murked sh- Curtis Blades dude, He was no, he murked everyone after that. Yeah. Like, there was no one who was to like after what he did to uh, Dos Santos, man. I was like, all right. Kane, Blades, he fought Kane as Kane. well. He fought Kane as well. Yeah. Um, and then he fought Dos, Dos Santos. And now I think right now, I think now he's ready. He's like, okay, I'm ready for like. I think he he first time he went in there with his like big muscles, his swings, and thought you know I'm just gonna hit this mate one time and yeah one and done. But uh, Stipe was slightly more durable. But then this time I think he's gonna go in there with more of a well-rounded plan, better mindset, more experience, and just lay the dude out. I think I think he this guy is probably the best heavyweight, and uh, I think when he gets that title, it's gonna be hard for anyone to really knock him off of it. Nah, I think Stipe beats him again. You reckon? I think he does, yeah. I think his wrestling's too good. And I think his, his boxing's decent enough. But it's very good anyway, but I think it's decent enough to keep him back. And I think he'll take him down again. Nah, the dude hits so. you. That guy hits you bad. Yeah. Uh, we'll see anyway. I think mm. they, they're going to make that fight soon anyway. Yeah, they'll have to make it soon. Huh? Anyway, yeah. What else has been going on? Um... Epstein was murdered, <laughs> as, uh, as you uh, as you know. Put, yeah, it was a suicide. Put, what are you talking about? Uh, did you see the guy they put him in the the uh, <laughs> oh my the god? Yeah. That was in Ghana. They put him in with him. <laughs> they put him in, him in, in Ghana's um, bloody uh, stepbrother. You know, <laughs> his brother, the same guy in Ghana gets his uh, steroids from. They put him in with, him with that guy. An ex, an ex copper. Oh, was he an ex cop? He was an ex copper. Yeah, they put him in with a steaded up ex copper. A steaded up ex cop, man. Let me tell you, <laughs> yeah. dude. That that is got that's got murder written all over it. That dude yeah. had some serious dirt. On, I guarantee anything. That dude had serious dirt on everyone. He had it on the Clintons, had it on Trump, had it on... He, he, this, I guarantee you this dude had dirt on everyone. I don't know if you guys have seen the lawsuits that have been filed uh, by this uh, woman named uh, Johnson. I don't, I don't know her first name. But in mm-hmm. there, she's basically uh, um, said that uh, she's getting a detailed account of what happened. And she's basically accused Trump of... Um, rape. She's accused Epstein of rape. She's accused, uh, mm-hmm. and the, and the, and the, it's just not one. It's quite a few of them. Um, and if this guy had any sort of like details or whatever, then uh, he could have he could have leveraged his way out of prison. You know what I'm saying? Easy. Yeah, or something. You know, or yeah, and and, uh, the, and the, listen. If you could leverage your way out of prison. And in your place, you could get like an ex-president or a sitting yeah, president, yeah, yeah. or you yeah. know what I mean, like someone the higher. Up. Imagine the people like royal family, dude, in this country. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Meaning, mm-hmm. and other big, like uh, <laughs> big, big uh, CEOs and goodness who like celebrity Hollywood celebrities, dude. He had he he was that like, he was that guy. He he had the dirt on everyone. Or uh, we assume he has. You know what's funny about this case. You know what's funny about this? See, usually, right, when you talk about conspiracy theories, right, usually they start off from, like, a very reasonable fact, yeah, and then it yeah. goes crazy, okay? Yeah. 
but this story it starts off with a pedophile island <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> that, that's the most reasonable thing yeah. <laughs> right exactly like, I'm, and I'm, uh, like how crazy is the real thing like how deep does the rabbit hole go that's what i, I wanted to know that so bad but i guess yeah. we won't yeah. you know, i'm normally the guy that would be like yeah, yeah you know people just say whatever yeah right so when i seen this i was like whoa <laughs> this is mad yeah. yeah he's got a pedophile island right he gets caught he gets let off mm. then he gets caught again and he gets murdered <laughs> you know how much no he gets uh, this is it he gets apparent suicided and you're thinking, yeah, yeah, wait yeah. a second. Uh, and then the thing is, everyone's calling cool. it. The minute the dudes... The <laughs> Have you seen the pictures of... Uh, people are posting pictures of Hillary Clinton with a mustache? <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, look, this may... Um, Dude, this... It, the funny thing is that it can be anybody. It can be Clintons. It can be Trump. It can be some, some yeah. foreign government. You, know? you don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it could be anyone. You know, this guy was like people were going on his private jet, uh. right? Uh, I think Clinton was at six times in his private jet or something. No, and no, more than that. It's like twenty, more than that, twenty-three or something like that. Yeah, whatever it was, like someone kind of could like mentioned. You know, this guy's uh, he's got a little problem with girls. You know. They must have known. Dude, Trump himself said it. He said, uh, I heard uh, Epstein likes... This is a, a few, like a, what Trump said. He said, Epstein, I heard Epstein likes girls as much as I do. And I've heard that they're a little on the younger side. Or something like that. I heard they're on the younger side or something like that. So it's not like he didn't know. They knew. All of them knew. There's no way they didn't know. He was having these. Buddy. So now, so now we know about there's a pedophilia ring mm. with politicians and powerful people. There's a pedophilia ring in Hollywood. Yeah. There's sexual assault claims everywhere. Yeah, yeah. What was it's that crazy world, man? What, what was that? What was uh, Trump saying about draining the swamp? Buddy, he is oh, the swamp. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's he's. They're all. They're all got their little secret handshakes and everything, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> There's, there's, I don't know about you guys. Trust me. <laughs> what kind of hand? You know what I was yeah. talking about? Yeah. So why are these guys... Okay, dude. So why are these guys fo- just focusing on some crewman gang in the UK? Yeah, so like, exactly. They don't, even, they don't even matter, man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's why they weren't on it, focusing on it all these years. They were like, yeah. All right. Like they're well integrated, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, the funny thing is, is I haven't seen Trump tweet about it, though. Maybe he has, but and I haven't seen it. But sure. No, no, he's he's basically denying, as far as I understand, denying knowing Epstein, like, closely. Did, did Elon Musk not tweet about it? I think it was him. I was cracked up. He's like, uh, you know, someone made the joke. Anyway, I thought it was Elon Musk. He said, uh, I was shocked about Epstein's suicide. Not as shocked as he was, though. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think I think that was Elon Musk. Yeah. One of them, anyway. Um, that's hilarious. You know what? I found it hilarious. Do you know what? The, do you but, know what? Though I read an article right by someone. I think the New York Times or the Washington Post or something. Some journalist. Epstein had invited him to come, and uh, like I don't know. 
talk about some stuff. So this guy was writing an article, and he he said Epstein said claimed that he had um, like dirt on people, and at the time he was working for Tesla. Um, he was uh-huh. trying. To, he was trying to sort something out with the arrangement. Remember that uh, some time back, where Tesla had that issue with Elon Musk, he had to uh, like the stock fell after he smoked weed on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he mm-hmm. had to he had to distance himself and not declare himself a CEO. He was helping with that or something to do with that. He was like drawing up some paperwork. Um, and this, uh, what happened? The journalist said afterwards, Epstein asked him to, uh, like, if you would do like an autobiography of me, uh, mm-hmm. and th- uh, and the journalist declined, and obviously now he regrets it, and then you're wondering what you could tell. But from the feeling he got of interviewing him during that time that he did, he felt <laughs> like he, the, this dude had had serious dirt. You know, you know, people like him in his position, they always have some kind of. Uh bookkeeping or ledger yeah so yeah. there has to be something hidden right yeah it's yeah. a contingency you 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 would be fooled right. to you know and you know it's just too many things too many things like so for example what they're saying uh is that a few days before he was very upbeat he had a good meeting with someone no. some woman who wasn't his solicitor yeah came and had a private meeting with the guy yeah a private meeting, no cameras, no witnesses, nothing. Yeah. yeah? Wait, a lawyer? No. No, she wasn't even a lawyer. No. So no. they have something called in lieu of your solicitor, meaning you can say that, oh, this person is coming to visit me and uh, she's not technically a solicitor, but she's coming to give me some, or he's coming to give me some legal advice or whatever, right? I think, but I think in those cases too, you can't, it's confident. Confidentiality, confidential. right? So you can't have anyone in there, no cameras, yeah. no yeah. witnesses, nothing. So he had a private conversation for about three hours with some young woman, right? Who's not his solicitor, right? He's telling his family how things are going well and blah, 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 blah. Right? He gets beaten up by this ex-copper. Uh-huh. Then the ex he gets taken off suicide watch. Mm. The guy who was the cellmate. Uh, gets moved that day or uh-huh. the day before, right? Yeah. Then the coppers fall asleep. Uh, sorry, the the guards fall asleep for yeah. three, four hours or something, right? Yeah. Then he, <laughs> cameras he are malfunctioning. Him, cameras, whatever, are malfunctioning. He kills himself in a way which, you know, makes it look more like he was murdered than it was suicide. Uh-huh. Because we're talking about, you know, your your hyoid bone bone breaking or something, you know, which is more mm. common for murder. Yeah. And you know, obviously the whole thing about what he's getting done for, it's just uh, it's, it's, it's too much. Exactly, it's too much. It gets to a point where it's like the nine eleven conspiracy. It just gets this Tower Seven. Did Tower you, seven. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, 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 you're acting like the call. No, no, you're no, acting. no, no. Listen, nine eleven. Look into it. Look into it. Look into it. <laughs> no, it is. The thing is, when when stuff when there's too much of it, there's too many of yeah. these uh, inconsistencies or uh, things that kind of. If there's one and there's two, and you can explain it away, but there's like a whole host of them. It's hard to sort of. Uh, I mean, you, you're looking for like a perfect storm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And first, it, you know what? You like, say for that. example, you were making a book, right? No. Say if I was making a book and there was like. Uh, 
uh, or a film or a movie or whatever, right? So I was making a movie about a guy who's a copper or whatever, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, say, F- FBI guy. Mm-hmm. And he's in- investigating this pedophile ring run by a guy like Epstein, right? Yeah. Who's got all these politicians and whatnot meeting up. Yeah, this is how the story would go. So he's meeting up all these politicians. They're doing all this dodgy stuff. He gets caught. The politicians get him off. He carries on for another 14 whatever years or however long he's been since he got convicted. Yeah. He gets arrested again, mm-hmm. right? What would happen next? He'd yeah. get suicided, right? Yeah. That's what happens. In the book. Yeah. Right. You know? Exactly. It sounds like you know something, out it sounds like something out of a movie. You know there's some truth behind it. Yeah. Know? There's the um, when it comes to like, obviously, when I read about all the stuff that happened in the prison, right? That, that or this happened, that happened. Uh, come from someone who's worked in a prison, it's all uh, plausible. Um, the cameras malfunctioning, yes, definitely. I don't know what it's like in the states, but in the UK, you could meaning you can walk into a prison and a camera has not been working there for months. Like you will mm-hmm. not believe how incompetent. Uh, the sort of uh, the government establishment can be. Mm-hmm. You, we, well, the, the the place I was working at, there were cameras that weren't working for months. There were, and uh, I swear, <laughs> I swear to you, there were cameras that were not were not working for months. There were gates that were busted. That you meaning uh, they hadn't fixed in months. There was it was it was just so ridiculous. It was so. Uh, incompetent, like a hot as an establishment, very, very incompetent. But it, I mean, it was it, it wasn't just that place; it was everywhere. I mean, up and down the country, you would get that. Uh, as for the suicide watch, uh, the way it works in uh, this country is that you get these people who assess your uh, state, right? They, mm-hmm. they, they, they sit down, have meetings with you, and they sort of set these uh, sort of. Um, benchmarks or like uh goals like hey uh how are you doing all right we're gonna have another meeting in say two days or uh tomorrow and during that time we're gonna check up on you once an hour or once every two hours or if you're feeling really anxious and stuff uh twice in an hour right and you can go up to like three to four times an hour to someone being constantly watched all the time um that's how it works in this country. But generally, everything is documented, and the re- if they if they are taken off uh, suicide watch, it would be documented why they were taken off. Meaning, it, it, I can't believe uh, that they wouldn't have that information there. Everything is detailed. As for guards, mm. as for guards falling asleep, um, it happens. I've uh, seen it. First hand, I've seen, dude. I've seen guards fall asleep during the day, like in an open prison. You've got prisoners walking around, everything. You got guards fall. He's sleeping on his chair and everything. Um, mm. it, it, at the end of the day, the 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 people, these guards, they're not Navy SEALs. They're just your average people who've been given some training and been told to do a job. How competent they do the job is dependent upon them. Do you understand what I'm saying? And the training they're given isn't that. so. It's not. It's not very what? rigorous. But uh, this is what I'm, this is what I'm saying is that it's not very rigorous. So, but the thing is, for all those things to happen on top of one another, and the, the suspicious meeting with that uh, that woman as well, 
it's it's way too sketchy it's way too sketchy even like even in, uh like if, if that was to happen at the place i was working people would be like wait a second you know what i mean it'd be way too sketchy plus they had they had the, plus they had case. guards they had guards that weren't regulars there they had been like uh sort of transferred in which happens as well in the uk it happens as well they have people who so they'll get people that from one establishment where they're short and they'll say can we they'll ask another they'll send out like a message saying that whoever wants to work they'll get paid overtime blah 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 and then you get people like coming in from others they'll apply for it they'll work uh they'll travel from other establishments to work there so if it's a similar system to the one that we have in the uk then um Mm. Yeah, you, you mean all the stuff that went down? It's plausible, but for it all to occur for this one dude at the same time, it's um, and it's this far fetched. Yeah, well. precisely, it's, it's far fetched. Yeah, meaning if imagine you imagine you being the guard that's watching after this dude, knowing this dude has to be looked after because meaning you they're building a case, and this guy is like the biggest like a witness that you could grab and he dies <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like, <laughs> but then the same thing is like what you're saying you know the way that it's set up mm. could be very easy to get one of those guards or a few of those guards that are coming in mm. you know from different places yeah. to mm. make it look like an accident you know right and, to make and, it look and, like a bit as, as for um guards being uh, sketchy and dodgy and all that stuff all of it is true do not for a second think that you got guards all these because they're, they're like don't like how they say a police you know, the, the majority of the police are good or whatever you get a lot of guards who are sketchy and a lot of guards who will cross that line a lot of guards who just don't care right they're they're they're, they're, they're incompetent in doing their jobs they don't really care about it they're just like it's paycheck paycheck to paycheck sort of thing yeah dude nobody wants to babysit grown grown criminals yeah right? and they have and they generally have it like a distaste for people who c- commit crimes against children naturally obviously yeah um so that also could have played yeah a they part call them well. chomos in the u.s prisons they call them what chomo chomo what does that mean? Yeah, child molesters. Child, child molesters, yeah. Uh, oh, and okay. The, I heard like stories about the, the, get, the guards get like crap thrown on them, and that's true. Yeah, they have percent Rikers, yeah. No, that, that that's all true as well. Yeah, you you get mates who will literally crap in a in a in a sort of a, a pot or what anything they can, get, and they'll throw it on on guards, uh, urinate, throw that on guards, and all that sort of stuff. It absolutely happens. That's nasty. It's nasty. It's very. <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine that happening. Are you not wanting to kill someone? You know what I mean. <laughs> but, yeah. That's it. I mean, that's drawing that. I mean, spitting in someone's face is. That's drawing the line. You know what I mean. But yeah. then imagine someone crapping in a pot and throwing it on you or peeing on you or something. Well, well imagine you're getting that, and then the ex-president of the United States says, "You know what." Uh, yeah. Do this guy over. Don't worry. Don't you're not going to get in trouble. Listen, you not know? only will you not get in it's trouble, you're made for, for life. life. Yeah, you're made for life. Right. You know, why? one thing I don't, like I said, yeah. uh, the other thing I don't get is all these guys, they, obviously they were all in on it. Yeah. Like you said, this guy, he wasn't, um, he didn't discriminate. Let's put it that way. His yeah. friends were right wing, left yeah. wing. Yeah. 
everything, yeah? yeah. But no one's like bringing that up. Or, you know, when, when it comes to the, uh, the grooming gangs, it's all, oh, yeah, look at these uh, Asians, look at these Muslims. Yeah. But this guy, he was doing the same thing. Yeah, no, Bro, listen, of course, man. <laughs> he was probably sourcing uh, sourcing uh, property from these uh, grooming gangs, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hook us up. You, you know what? You know what the, the scary thing is is that um, I listened to a podcast. It was done by LBC. It was um, regarding the uh, disappearance of this kid that disappeared on the wedding day of Diana and Charles. And during the investigation of this, this kid went missing and it was an Indian kid. They were supposed to fly out that day, I think it was. And um, he went missing. I think of what they got married in the 80, early 80s or, that. Um, or late 80s. I don't remember. Anyway, so um, he went missing. And during the course of the investigation, uh, they found his remains uh, in like some field in Sussex. Um, like I don't know, Croydon somewhere, West Sussex, I think. Yeah, anyway, they found his like remains in a field, and then they um eventually they never found anyone who sort of uh, they could pin it on. But word travelled in like prison that um among inmates and stuff that there was this uh, there was this other gang that was caught, and they were caught for a sort of sourcing sort of um, kids for uh. It was like a it was like a gang that was uh, uh, what they would do is they were hired to kidnap kids for powerful politicians and this kid they, they, and, and it, the, this kid's investigation kind of led to that gang and then um, the the people that were involved in it end up dying uh, like uh, in prison old age all that sort of stuff but then mm. it, what it kind of uh, unveiled was there was uh, a sort of system in place for this gang to kidnap kids and then hand them off to um, powerful politicians in this country who would take them to a specific address and abuse them there and stuff. I think there was one survivor who said that he had seen... Well, I think the dad got like an anonymous tip from someone. How is this not a bigger story than it is? Why does anybody talk about because it was because uh, okay this is another thing because it was sealed at the time right because this was this is going back obviously about 25 30 years it was sealed at the time and then when a new investigation was open i think theresa may like kind of buried it this was recent though uh like within the last four five five, five years maybe six years there was because uh-huh. uh, there was an investigation into the conservative party but because the politicians who were kind of linked with it died like doing like you um kind of like loosely linked to it they ended up dead okay so the investigation that came afterwards was kind of quashed nothing was nothing was done about it but it wasn't only conservative um, politicians there's also labor politicians inside of that too um it was really the thing that i i find these sort of cases really interesting so i really looked into it and i found it like fascinating and stuff and it's always been um like uh, in the back of my mind i thought why is that far-fetched it's not like you get these powerful people to who sort of have these like perverse like you know um activities they and, can get involved in and it's easy for them to get or get away with it too because the governments have the two of the biggest weapons against it they can seal things 
that we can do as citizens, they can seal anything. Like it's not going to be public. But when they're forced to make it public, they can redact large sections of paragraphs and sentences from any document. Right. That's that. Yeah. During the court, yeah, that's another thing you brought that up. I remember during the course of the investigation, a lot of it was redacted. A lot of the investigation right. was redacted. Like, like yeah. what's, what's that about? Like, why can't I redact my stuff when I'm presenting it? Presenting. <laughs> My uh, defense. Because you're brown you know? and you're dodgy. All right. <laughs> it's the same with. It's the same with. It's the same with. You know, it would. It's it's all how how everything's reported, isn't it? At the end yeah. of the day, yeah. It's all how how a narrative you know you paint. Like, uh, you know, they want to paint the narrative of uh, it's only Muslims that act like this, or it's only Muslims that do that. Or with the, you know, talking about like Kashmir. So mm-hmm. they want to paint a narrative that, oh, these, the, the changes that this guy is making is only to uplift the local community or it's only to uplift the, the Dalits who couldn't find, you know, uh, an education or couldn't mm-hmm. find jobs. No. They, th- that's the that's the that's the kind of uh, if you want to paint that narrative, you can do it really easily. Okay, right, before, I mean, I was looking before. Sorry, before you find jobs, educating, focus on the freaking uh, other ninety percent of the country. Right, 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 so these guys, honestly, this is legitimately people are making this argument that look, look at these Dalits now in Kashmir, yeah, which is like probably like a, a tiny percentage of the population in Kashmir. Right. Okay. Okay. Give it. Give so a bit of background to the whole thing. So basically, in uh, Indian or Hindu, sorry, I should say, in ancient Hindu culture, mm-hmm. they had different statuses for people, um, depending on where you were. So the Brahmin at the top, and then yeah. uh, I forget the rest. Yeah, the other two, three at the, uh, in the middle, who were like from the arms and the legs of you know their their main god. Then you had the Dalits, who were the untouchable, who were basically at the the crap, basically, right? Oh, like uh, people... street sweepers, cleaners, stuff yeah, like that. Street sweep. They, so they got all the crappy jobs, basically. Um, they were slaves, you know, for want of a better word. If bro, like, like unionized job in Canada, bro. They make good <laughs> money, benefits. <laughs> <laughs> you shady guy, yeah. They like if a Dalit was walking and his shadow fell on, say, a Brahmin or whatever. They would like legitimately tear this guy up. Yeah, they would take his mom and his sister and his daughter, strip her naked, make him walk down the street, you know, to humiliate them. You're kidding. That's that's what honestly mental stuff. You know, like stuff like you think, all oh, these guys are animals, and it came from that you know that Hindu type culture, which Modi's like, uh, you know, that's his background anyway. Mm. So they're saying that this will help them Dalits in Kashmir. That's the narrative that they're trying to paint. Yeah, mm. especially you know the white nationalists, etc., that anti-Muslim. Now, what they don't think, oh, you know, it's easy if you're stupid and you think, oh yeah, look, these Muslims, they've been oppressing these Dalits for all that time. But it's the Hindu, it's a Hindu thing, it's a Hindu concept that if you go the rest of India, that's what they're doing. You know, the way they, if if you look at the news and you look at Indian news, what is happening to these untouchables in terms of, like, you know, they're picking up random little girls and. God, you know, the, like what they're doing to them, yeah? And it's all from their culture. Do you know what I mean? But the the picture that they can paint so easily is that this is what we're trying to sort out in Kashmir. We're trying to give these people rights in Kashmir. When it's nothing like that, you know, they, they're going out there just to really oppress even more 
the people there, you know, to go out there and it's on a complete lockdown. You know, if you were if you were doing something right. that was going to benefit a huge amount of people, you wouldn't need to put the country on or the whole area on lockdown yeah, and start it's a shooting lockdown people. curfew. You, you can't have uh, you can't gather in public places with more than like three or four people at a time, so you can't pot anything. Uh, the communications is down, internet is down. Nobody can uh, talk to anybody. Yeah, it, social it's media is down. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the, the, even there's another law that he's putting in place in Assam, which is on the other side of, uh, of India, where they're going to mm. strip like about three, four million people of uh, their nationality. And majority of them are Muslims that have been living there you know, for a long, long time. What's the reason? Is some kind of ethnicity thing? Yeah, so basically, uh, I think that the, what they can do is if they strip them of their nationality, then they'll win the elections in that area. You know, they, <laughs> it's a you know they'll win the local, uh, the, the the national whatever elections, because they can strip. He can get then get backing from the rest of the people there, and give them all the stuff. So they're trying to strip all these uh, people in Assam, all these Muslim, a majority of them are Muslims, and say you're not from here. You're originally from. You know, from another country or whatever. Mm. So, but the picture that you know people are trying to paint is that uh, Modi's enlightening, Modi's this and he's that. But no, hold on. Before we get like get into this, what's the background of Kashmir? Uh, people are obviously confused. And um... so the ba- the background of Kashmir, you know, historically, uh, well, it, this is the thing because we don't understand history. Historically, India. It's never been like one whole nation as such. Mm. It's been separated into you know many many different parts, different empires, and then the British came along and they sought to pacify and unify the country so they could basically rob it, rape it, you know, and pillage basically, which is what they did. Right. You, know, you can deny it as much as they want. Yeah, that we brought trains. Yeah, brought trains, <laughs> steam know. engines, guys. That, that's what they say. We bought trains. Yeah, you did kind of like massacre. A lot of people, <laughs> but they got trains anyway. Hey man, they got trains. Yeah. So, they got trains, yeah. But so, they got trains so they can take the red coat and massacre faster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They got trains because if you're up in the mountains of Kashmir and you started something and they need to get like, <laughs> you know, a few thousand people up from Delhi, they need a train. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't going by horseback, yeah. they jump on a train and get there quick. That's why they needed trains. But anyway, so... Kashmir was run. Um, it changed hands quite a few times, but at the time of partition, Kashmir was run by uh, a a prince. So like uh, you know, they have them local maharajas or princes. Mm. Now I can't remember whether he was Sikh or Hindu. It, it skips. It, it slips my mind. So and so wait, originally it was supposed to be a third, a fourth country, or what? Was supposed to be no, a it was an, part of the it was uh, part of India. It was part of the British Raj. Okay. But what the British Raj did, they gave that all these little, you know, uh, little areas, and they, they let them have their little fa- fake little kings and fake little, yeah, you know, of course, uh, rulers. Of so they had this one dude. Uh, he was the, uh, uh, you know, in essence, the king of Kashmir or the 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 ruler of Kashmir. But he wasn't really the ruler. But they they gave him, they gave him that kind of nominal power. Right. So what happened was when the British had partition, uh, all the Muslim areas were supposed to go to the the Muslims. All the the Hindu areas, etc. Majority was supposed to go to India. Now mm-hmm. Kashmir was a Muslim majority, but it had this kind of Hindu ruler. 
And right. he, he refused to declare at the time which way he was going to go. So he kept it kind of like uh, you know, ambiguous. Right. Uh, and then there was some small little skirmishes and Pakistan tried seizing whatever they tried seizing, the Indians. So he then basically said, I'm with India, which he probably was going to do anyway. So the Indian no, bro, but, uh, but he, he made condition, right? He said that this has to be a special administration. Yes, so, so they, made some, they, made some special, they made some special rules uh, in order to, you know, uh, what they said, trying to keep, keep, keep it separate from India as well at the same time. Right. You know, so they're part of India, but not, they have their own special powers. So part of one of these was like buying land, you know, so non-Kashmiris couldn't come in and start buying up all the land. That was one of the, the major rules. So I got a question, I got a question. Mm-hmm. So the, the Pakistani side, what what happened there? Did Pakistan just come and annex it? So what happened was the Pakistanis came and annexed it. Yes, so okay. they sent in uh, these Pashtun militias uh, into Kashmir, and uh, the and then the army after that, and they took uh, a large section of Kashmir. Now, the thing is, it benefited the Pakistani army uh, because they. They put distance between their major army base in Bind- in Rawalpindi and mm-hmm. uh, the Indian border, so they put a big distance. Because right up until then, the the army base in in Bindi was very very close to the Indian border. But what they really wanted was the water supply, because it's not just about people; right. it's about water. the The water supply into Punjab, which is like the major major area in Pakistan, comes mm. through uh, comes through Kashmir. So if you control that, in effect, you can control the waterway. Into you can control the the water, the farming that happens in in Pakistan. Right. This is, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. You know, okay, you get all these people. They're talking about um, they love Kashmir and Pakistan's for Kashmir. Pakistan doesn't give a crap about pa- uh, Kashmiris. Right. Yeah? Right. Of course. They, they don't give a crap. They didn't give a crap about the Bengalis. They didn't give a crap about you know. But what they care about is the water. You know, the water comes through Kashmir and, it, and it's high ground and whoever controls Kashmir has a big, big power play. So all the water at the moment is coming through the Indian side. And that's why Pakistan spent a lot of time causing that kind of instability uh, in order to get something from there. Do you know what I mean? So wait, so even after all that annexing and effort, they still can't, couldn't get the, the control for the uh, water flow? No. Because India came in uh, and blocked them from getting further. And the majority, the water, it starts on the Indian side and then flows through into into Pakistan. Does it come from the Himalayas or something? Yeah, yeah. So if you're from all the mountain range, they're from the Himalayas. Right. Okay. That's where all the water, that's the source of all the water. Hmm. And that, in effect, is what everyone wants. You know, that, I mean, yeah, look, the, right, right. The, population, you know, the population of India or Kashmir, you know, uh, is what, five, six million. You know, uh, if they really cared, they would just tell them, look, there's plenty of space in Pakistan. Just come over. Yeah. So it's not mm. about the people. It's about the land, the, the water supply. That's what they. Yeah, it's, it's classic geopolitics. Yes. And what Pakistan has been doing since the 90s is been using um, the, the, the militias, you know, the, the jihadi groups or whatever, even some of the secular groups to bleed India. As such, if you know what I mean, so they've been using them right. that instability to cause you know fighting in India 
uh, sorry, in uh, in uh, in Kashmir, so it keeps a, a large Indian presence there. I mean, that's that's the Pakistani side. So don't get, don't get me wrong. In when, yeah, when dude, we, they accuse each other. You know, like the yeah, Indians yeah. would be like, it, it's the uh, ISI doing its thing, and if you ask a Paki, they be like, it's the RAW, whatever yeah, that yeah. stands for. Uh, RAW is the Research and Intelligence Wing. Right, research, yeah. research analytical wing. I think research. Yeah, analy- so I don't even know what what is what. I you know it's just there's so much uh, crap being thrown around. It's so much crap, and there's so much barbarism. You know, one thing, uh, one thing about the Indian culture, you know, and this obviously applies to Pakistanis and stuff as well, mm-hmm. is that you know when they when they uh, when they attack or when they go, you know, um, go to war, they're very merciless. You know, they're very barbaric. Uh-huh. So you don't see that so much in, in some of the other cultures. Maybe, maybe I'm being naive, but you know, the way they... You know what it is? Too many people and too many different kind of ethnicities. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's not that's unified. What I, that's, that's what it's I think. One, it's not one unified people. It's not. You know, There's so like, even, what, hundreds of ethnicities and hundreds of languages? Like different... Yeah, yeah. It's like basically ten times the size of Europe, isn't it? Yeah, dude. So, so you you wouldn't really care about your next door neighbor if if the identity is like so. If if it's just the identity of being a Pakistani or Indian, those are like like what sixty or seventy years old. Yeah, it's not gonna stand in comparison to your ethnic identity that's like probably thousands of years old. Yeah, exactly. And you know, uh, obviously the. The people who hate Pakistanis the most are other Pakistanis. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Same with you know obviously Indians and whatever because they've got loyalty to their the things that came before, you know they're not loyal to. Maybe it's changing now with some of the generations, but being loyal to Pakistan or whatever, but they're not. But I mean, even then, to be honest with you, when when you get into that kind of world where that kind of poverty, everyone's loyal to themselves and that's it, right? And, right. And their own family. So this whole Kashmir mess. You know what's going on. Obviously, the, what the Indian army is doing is brutal and it's you know uncalled for and it's you know barbaric. But don't expect Pakistan to help you. They're not going to help. You know, just look at look at what Imran Khan said about the you know the Uyghur you know in China. Yeah, you know, the people holding him to be some kind of like savior of Muslims and you know whatnot, and he really cares. Mm-hmm. And the journalist basically asked him, what do you think, what's happening? And he's like, what's happening there? And she's like, you know, uh, uh, she's confused herself. She's like, you know, uh, you know what's happening with the Uyghur population? He's like, I've not really heard about it. You know, mm, he, the- can't, <laughs> he can't say anything because uh, there's like, I think hundred hundred and some billion dollars of infrastructure project going on in Pakistan. from Yeah, Chinese yeah. Side. Yeah, yeah. There's they, like a they, huge Belt and Road thing, Chinese in- initiative that's uh, going to go straight to the ports in Karachi. And Gwadar, yeah, Gwadar, yeah, Gwadar, yeah, Gwadar, yeah. yeah. A new port, yeah. So yeah, he, yeah, he can't, he can't budge. Like he the, has the, to play the, the real uh, politics. Yeah, but, the, but this is this is this is the issue, isn't it? Meaning, you you're not strong enough to say anything, but people want you to say something, and uh, I mean, the 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 most you can do is sort of, uh, or apparently do is. Um, reach out to the United Nations uh, General Council and just hope they sort of get involved and put pressure on India, that sort of stuff. Bro. You know what I mean? But that <laughs> stuff never works. It never works. Yeah. It, it didn't save Iraq. It didn't save Afghanistan. You can't because the people doing the oppressing sit on the Security Council. 
Yeah, right. They look at they look at their own bottom line. But the thing is, what what are you when you're when you're so weak, what are you expected to do? Look, the reality is, Mm. and you know, we're not being naive. Mm. Pakistan can't go to war with India, right? They're not going to risk uh, deaths of hundreds of millions of people over Kashmir. They're just not. It's not that important to them, right? But what they do is, is they give this kind of like false belief to the, the Kashmiris that, yeah, you know what, we're here to help you. We love you. You know, mm. you're part of us. We bleed for you. We're going to die for you. And <laughs> they're not. Bleed you know, clean, guys. Yeah, you know, and then when the crap hits the fan, yeah, they're nowhere to be seen apart wait, from. Are you good? Yeah, there are you, is. Are wait, wait. They are. You, you know that border dance between uh, oh, yeah, the border. India and Pakistan? <laughs> Yo, they do something, bro. <laughs> oh, wait, uh, they always win. Ali, they always are you win the Me? Yeah. No, no, I'm Punjabi, man. Uh, I'm from, I'm from, I'm Kashmir. I'm from Kashmir. But, Is it? Yeah. Whereabouts? Um, I'm from uh, well, my dad's from uh, Mirpur, right? Yeah, Mirpur. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, but obviously we're basically Pakistanis, aren't we? We're just. Like, uh, kind of, yeah, not actually recognized as part of Pakistan, you know that, don't you? What, uh, Kashmir? Yeah, yeah, I know, uh, I, know I know that, but we, we, we in terms of uh, thingy, meaning, uh, we because my mum's actually from Pakistan, so we go back and forth whenever we go back, uh, to Pakistan, we go back and forth. Uh, wait, wait, think is some of these people they don't, uh, they don't acknowledge the Pakistani side of Kashmir? No, it's not, it's not. No, constitutionally, it's not yeah. part of Pakistan. No, constitutionally, yeah, oh, they got okay. they got they, they got their own politicians and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, but, it's not part of Pakistan. Right, but okay. but um, yeah, yeah I mean, now, if now, you have to I go from one know. to the other, it would, it would all, make no difference. All these years, I did not know that you were MP. Do you know that? No, you didn't. I'm like, no, no. I'm mm. in a bit of a state of shock now. You, you call it. <laughs> Wait, all no. this time you were calling. Yo, bro, his ancestors annexed your ancestors, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, wait. Oh. <laughs> All this time, you were calling people up north, like yeah. backwards and whatnot. Yeah. You're basically talking about your cousins. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking That's about true. your family. That's true. <laughs> you know what? Listen, I disassociate myself from those, uh, from those individuals. Yeah, you can't. Yes, man, I do, mate. Do you, do, you, do, you, like... do, you know cringe, do you know how cringy it is when yeah, you go to uh, Mipar and you see some guy there with his uh, short back and sides, you know, slit eyebrows? And uh, that, that's half of Bradford, man. I, They're all related I, to me. I, I, they are not related <laughs> to me, all right. <laughs> that's where, that's where bro, I draw the line. <laughs> bro, there's only six million people. No, in the, in the Pakistani side, about four million, yeah. Mm. And two million of them are in the UK, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, I'm, I'm in a bit of style. It's going to take me a bit of time to digest that new bit of information. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so you, so you, or obviously you're from Mirpur, right? Uh. So you must have heard the amount of racism and, uh, you know, uh, tribalism that goes between like Mirpur and Punjab, you know, up here, up north is crazy. I, like, no, I, I, I'll, I'll be very honest with you. Uh, no, none. Oh, no, you're not. Like up Zero. here, it's crazy. No. So the it, ga- it, they'll have gangs, full on gangs. You know, where guys from you know from a Mirpur background yeah. will be fighting 
guys from uh, what, what uh, Punjab we do, background. What, what we do have is uh, funeral committees. So you've got we've got a Kashmir funeral committee and like a Pakistani funeral committee or something like that. But aside from that, there's literally no. You wouldn't. No, you wouldn't know. Full on gangs. Full on gangs. Uh, yeah, the, the, those no, the, the, those are. Uh, the people that are regarded as retarded. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, don't mean? get me wrong. I'm, I'm in complete agreement. Like I was talking to uh, one, of my, one of my nurses. Gags. And, yeah, so I was talking to one of my nurses, and uh, so she was telling me where she was from, right? And she was like, "You can't meet I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." And she was telling me the area she was from, and then uh, a little while later, we got into a conversation about uh, gangs and stuff. Uh-huh. So she's like, "The shootings are all the time around her area." Right, yeah. so I'm like, so who's doing the shootings? And she's like, it's my cousins that are doing the shooting, yeah, over over drugs and stuff. Uh-huh. So I'm like, who are they shooting against? Right, and she's like, you know, uh, the other gangs. And I was like, so who, who who's in the other gangs? She's like, the the Pakistani gangs, you know, like from from the other community. All right, so you've got gangs of like Mirpuris and gangs of like, you know, uh, from uh, some other area of Pakistan from Punjab. And they're fighting each other, and they're only you, you link to each other is you know we're from Mirpur and you're from Punjab. Oh my god! So you know silly. what I mean? And guaranteed, the same people will be like, "Oh, we need to free Kashmir from yeah. you know India. We need to do this. We need." Yeah, wait, wait, wait. How do these guys get the guns? Oh, from here. So from Manchester, uh, uh-huh. normally they come in through Liverpool. Yeah, so but they- where did they get it from? Did they get it from like France or something? France or. Uh... Spain? No, it's usually the army. Really? Wait, how do you get guns from the army? Like, okay. leak it? No, no, no. So what happens is um, a lot of weapons come because the this is what what I've been told and kind of uh, decent enough like sources close to it, close enough to it. Apparently, well, when mm-hmm. they come from aboard, they finish their tour, whatever. They bring guns with them. Uh, obviously, they own service weapons, but any sort of uh, service weapons that are uh, scheduled to be destroyed uh, for whatever reason, but they okay. uh, but they're not checked. So they bought. So so uh, when they're bought in, they are handed off to certain people, and then they're stolen from these warehouses in certain areas, and then flogged. Who steals them? Aren't those very people who are supposed to be looking after them and stuff like that, yeah. and then they end up on also- the streets. You can buy uh, at one point. Sorry, in, from Europe, you can buy replica guns very, very easily. So what you've got is anyone with a basic, you know, blacksmith uh, knowledge. Okay. Mm. They they uh, remove some of the safety pins and stuff, and you can you can basically use that gun again. So no, one you can't. Big... That's not how this works. No, no. There was a guy. I don't. I don't know about uh, in Canada and stuff, yeah. but there's a guy. If you, if you research, <laughs> Google it. There's a guy. Well, replica he's guns a, are not made with the materials. He's man. he's offended because he is a, re- uh, a real no, gun no, user. What, what, uh, what, right. I don't mean. Sorry, sorry. I think I'm getting the. I'm getting the uh, what's the word? The term wrong. So in the UK, you're decommissioned guns. We call. Them, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you get decommissioned guns, which I don't know why, but in my mind. They call them replica. I don't know why, or maybe it's just no. decommissioned. But maybe I'm making that. I might be making that. So it's called the decommissioned guns. You can buy them, and what they do is uh, they 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 put something back into it so they can use it again. So they, there was a documentary on a guy from down south. I think his guns were involved in like hundreds of shootings. 
Wow. Got like a long prison shooting. So he was basically ordering them from, from Europe or somewhere. And uh, they would order them and maybe one would get stopped and, you know, the others wouldn't. They would order them to random places. Right. And then he'd, he was just a, he was, he wasn't a criminal. Wait, I don't know how to put this in a way. He wasn't a gang criminal type person himself. No, he, he was a gun runner. He was a, no, no, he wasn't even a gun runner. He was just a normal guy that was good at metal work. And he okay. came up with this idea that if I can get this and just, you know, sort it back out, yeah. uh, I, I can make a lot of money. Mm. Do you, get, do you get what I'm saying? That was saying, his, yeah. and uh, yeah. he got caught. He got caught, and he, he got like a long, long sentence for it. Uh, but yeah, so a lot of them are coming from that. So they're taking old decommissioned guns and making them reusable as well. Again, so these are like old guns that that not even uh, services serviced oh, yeah. currently. Yeah. You're not right. talking about like Berettas and stuff, man. Come on, man. We're not talking about like. No, but I guess talking about handguns or like some. Um... Handguns or oh, what are they using? Gangs? They're yeah, mostly handguns. They're yeah. mostly handguns. Sometimes like Mac tens and that's <laughs> Mac tens. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah those. Um, I uh, remember those uh, on TV. A police chased this uh, guy in I think Bradford, and as they were chasing him, he they saw him throw something and he got away. But when they went back to like uh, find the thing that he threw, they found a Mac ten, a loaded Mac ten. Wow, no. that's serious, man. Yeah, like gun gun control works, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think <laughs> Mac Ten's metal. Oh my god, what is a Mac Ten? Uh, it, it's a, it, it's a, like a automatic uh, submachine gun. Yeah, it's like a it's like a Uzi, similar to oh. Uzi. Yeah. Similar to, oh. Yeah. Well, it's, what it's, are you it's, doing with that? It's got like a I think it's, it fires like I don't know. Uh, like 1200 rounds per minute or something like that it's got really really high yeah. fire rate um so basically it, it's for what i understand of uh, mac 10s it's it's not very accurate um it's oh, very it's hard just, very terrible. very very hard to control uh but it's just it's a very like you know if you're like a foot away uh, it will destroy someone, but no. it's like it's like a weapon of intimidation more yeah. than you know, yeah. with an actual yeah. casualty. Yeah. You wouldn't I mean if you if you're ten feet away, you may hit like a couple of shots before the recoil really sends it into the roof ah, or something. Okay. Oh yeah, so yeah, I'm right. So it, it, they do call them replica. So maybe in the in Canada or whatever, it's different. But here, uh, they're called Weird. replica guns, and what they do is they convert them into actual firing guns. All right. Wow. So I, maybe it's different terminology. Cause I, I'm sure I was like, "You guys are making me sound stupid, man." <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm, I'm, like, I'm sure that's what they call. Yeah, so they, they call replica guns. So and, who uh, who usually steals them? Is it like uh, British, white British? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So mostly, uh, I don't think the Asians got the the things yeah. that themselves. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, yeah, but I think uh, it's mostly, <laughs> you know. Um, I think Europeans as well. A lot of Europeans involved in a lot of the older guys that are involved in the gun trade and you know, gun trade and you know back in the days there used to be a lot more guns. You know the Irish were a bit going a bit crazy. Yeah, right. The IRA and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now it calmed down a lot, but um, a lot of these young guys like uh, there was one gun. I think it was Britain's most deadly gun. I remember reading about it. 
and they've been involved in some crazy amount of shootings. Uh, you know, do you know the so, name? Um, no, no, it wasn't. What I mean, it, it wasn't a particular gun type. It wasn't. It was just a particular uh, gun. A particular gun, not a type of gun. A uh. particular gun. Yes, yeah, so you can you can Google it. It was like a handgun. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. was basically what they do is if they fire it. So it was a black CZ seventy five semi automatic pistol, right? Okay. And they, they they gave it a number like a gun number six. So it was used in a shooting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they would then get rid of that gun. So they'd pass that gun on. It, then it was used in another shooting and another shooting oh, and another shooting, but not by the same person. Oh, it was just you know it, was, I mean? it was just go back into the sort of um, sort of uh, marketplace and get sold on to the next person. So sold or moved on, different part of the gang or whatever, and uh, it, it's crazy. You know, that, that's how they do it. You know, they, they borrow guns from each other. Yeah, it's, it's a way to uh, remove uh, history and liability on, yeah. on your own crimes. Yeah, but what they didn't realize, they don't think, is that, you know, when the, the forensics here, they, they can tell the gun that it's been fired from. So even when they find the bullets, yeah. they'll know it's from that particular gun that they've got on the watch. Yeah, yeah because it's from um, the grooves on the bullets, isn't it? It's... So the, ah, okay. so basically the gun doing the barrel of the gun, it's like a mm-hmm. it's like the fingerprint. So when the, when when the bullet leaves the chamber, it uh it sort of uh, goes it like rotates right in yeah. a circular motion, and though what it does it it creases the very very slight grooves in the bullet right. So when the bullet hits, mm. those grooves remain. So when they match those grooves up, it's like it's the equivalent of a fingerprint. So they can match it to particular guns because every barrel yeah. has individual grooves. That's basically uh, what okay. it works. Yeah. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, anyway, kind of back rifling to- of the barrel. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, going back to what we were saying, so that's the uh, you know, that's the reality of how people view themselves as you know, uh, Pakistanis or Muslims or Kashmiris or whatever. And then, you know, what happens is, I don't want to say, I don't want to say negative about, even some of the Kashmiris themselves in Kashmir don't want to be part of Pakistan. They want their own independence. Do you know what I mean? Now, Uh with them Kashmiris, the Pakistanis will then call them traitors, Mm. in effect. We did all this for you. We've done all that for you. Yeah, And now you don't even want to be part of us. So it's not helping them for the sake of helping them or helping them because you think that they're the oppressed, they're the minority. Really, you're helping them because you think you might get some benefit. Right, and, and adding them to sort of your country or whatever. Yeah, and it's sad because what can they do? You know, really, what is the solution? You know, No idea. Solution is to go war with India, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But if you believe... They're gone. If you if you believe the Pakistanis, they were like, "We'll win. We'll take over uh, India." Listen, we'll listen, happy. listen. I was I was literally um, trolling uh, someone like I don't know less than a week ago, saying that listen, India is a strong army. They got a stronger intelligence uh, agency. That's blasphemy, bro. They got that's <laughs> listen, yeah. listen. I went. Uh, they got inter- a strong intelligence agency. The special forces are better trained. Their pilots are better trained. They got better aircraft. I went like. I went the whole night, and do you know what? It is? I, I just, I was just saying it, right? 
and uh, the person was like, really upset and then I went and the, started googling right and I just happened to find um, these business insider articles that had come up with this like weird arbitrary list of like military might and power and who's the most powerful yeah. and it counts it down from like 10 to 1 or 25 to 1 and India yeah. was ahead of Pakistan everyone and I was like <laughs> I was like I was like look look this is I said this is business insider you know this is this isn't me you know this is like a reputable uh, sort of outlet and they just couldn't believe it like yeah whatever and then they went on to some you know or whatever and found another article that said you know Pakistan was the best at building bridges and stuff <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. right. what they did they went to the yeah, Pakistan they went to the Pakistani bridge building site, yeah. All right. <laughs> we wrote yeah, an article bro. saying Pakistan are best at building bridges. <laughs> Dude, is, is the reason I say that is basically, uh, like, uh, you speak to any sort of zealous Pakistani and they'll tell you that Pakistan uh, were invited to the UK to Wales somewhere along with all the other oh, militaries, yeah. right? And they're one, right? Yeah. And then, but when, if you look into that... If one and what? Okay, because it, oh, it's, it's like a little sort of uh, these assault courses that they do. So basically, it's, it's uh, Pakistan sends their team, America sent theirs, Sweden sent theirs, and they've got a load of these different uh, countries. Um, specialist units that come down, right? They're not really specialist units, but basically, and they have to complete these tasks, like you, there's a river in, in front of you, you have to get across the river how do you get across the river and the Pakistanis were the quickest at getting across the river that's where I got the build right. uh, uh, the, the, the fast uh, uh, building the bridge right. or something so it meaning do you understand all these sort of menial type, if, if you, yeah, yeah. You, you basically you're stuck in the middle of a forest you have to find your way to this location how do you do it and the Pakis were uh, second in that for example right? I don't know if they yeah. were but say they were second in that but overall at the end of the event they gathered, they gathered the most amount of points therefore they won therefore they are the yeah. best trained army me in the world and they will take on the navy seals and all that you know what i mean it's yeah, just right. that sort of uh, nonsense like you've taken some no come on bro man we're the bro. best at getting to england man <laughs> <laughs> yeah right yeah bro pakistan has the al khalid tank bro you know, oh bro. yeah the al khalid <laughs> named after khalid Mulid. Oh, what happened to that man yeah i forgot about the al khalid <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what the funny thing was i was saying to this person i was going um india's uh air force is superior and they're like, no, it isn't. Bro, I said, yes, it is. But they have, like, they literally have twice or three times the amount of jets. Yeah, but, 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 but the, argu but the argument always used for the Paki Air Force is the Paki's pilots are superior, meaning the Paki's uh, piloting program in how you become a fighter pilot is so and rigid and stringent mm -hmm. that only very few pass the grade, and therefore it's like a, it's at the same level as the Americans and Israelis and stuff. And I was like, no. Nah. Well, I'm not denying the Pakistani, they've got good pilots, right? They've oh, got, here we um, go. Here we go. See? No, they have good pilots. <laughs> See, here we go. Right. I remember, uh, I'm Kashmiri. Here we go. The Indians have got a really outdated uh, airplanes, really outdated. Yeah. And America, uh, the Pakistanis still have got some newer. They bought, um, this is this is what I heard, right? This is what I heard. Yeah. I heard that they bought the planes from America. The Pakis did. Yeah, but they've the, got. So, I think, think F-16s or right, the F-16s. Uh, yeah. And then the yeah. way is the. This is what I heard, though I haven't verified it, is that the Americans took out the technology that would allow those planes to track their own planes. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, if they ever got to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, oh, that's no, a given. But it's not just that. The F-16s now, have come, the Americans could... The Americans know how to 
combat the, their own F-16s. So even if they didn't take it out, they would know what to do. No, the, how to deal with yeah, it. The, the best planes, uh, from what I understand, right now are the F-22 Raptors, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the range, you know, but compared to what the Indians have got, they are better. But when you've got 100 times more planes or 20 times more planes, right? Right. 50 times more, you know, uh, soldiers, you know, when you've got um, reserves, land, you know, supplies, mm. that's war. So, yeah. for example, if, but, but, if you were going to take on. on India, mm. if you were going to take on India, you need to have, you need to know, okay, where my supplies are going to come from, right? Mm. How far advanced can I get? Where am I, you know, how what's everyone else's reaction going to be, etc. It's so it's so much more complicated than saying. Of right, course, but no, but them. of course, but that's where the uh, ISI and the general military um, strategists would come into it. I'm sure they've already and got their okay. plans and contingency yeah. plans and whatnot. Right. Their why. plans will work the first 24 hours, yeah, just yeah. because all the bases are by the border. Yeah, generally speaking, and Indian uh, infrastructure, military infrastructure is like a bit far away from the border, so the Pakistan probably gonna have edge in the first twenty four hours, to three days, and then they're yeah. gonna get rolled over, dude. <laughs> okay, but not only that, <laughs> not only dude. that. Hey, no, I, no, I, no. listen, I'm the impartial Bengali here. Calm down. <laughs> but not only that. Okay, look, look, realistically, yes, the ISI, the Pakistani intelligence generals, they've all thought about this and they know what they're doing. And you know what? That's why we haven't been to war with India for the last forty years. Because right. they know they're gonna lose. <laughs> it's it's just common sense. That's why they will not go to war with India, because the elite class are doing very very well in Pakistan. Why they're gonna put everything in jeopardy that they've spent right. so long working for? And as long as the reality is, as long as they've got a nuclear weapon, and as long as India will not shut down that water supply, which they can't by international law. Yeah, Pakistan will not do anything apart from like a few, you know, like uh, what's the word? Skirmishes. Um, no, no, not even skirmishes. Skirmishes are getting involved in now. Yeah, a few, you know, uh, lips, a bit of lip service to the, you know, uh, <laughs> to do, to just know, bomb so. some dirt. Or <laughs> do some yeah. kind of dance no, no, with airplanes now. No, but but yeah. uh, there there was that skirmish where a pilot died and an Indian pilot died. Um, yeah, that's an Indian it, pilot came into Kashmir, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he got he got he got shot down. And then, yeah, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't mean the the the, the like sort of um, the uh, chronological order of the events. I don't quite know. I think it was it was the Indians who came into Pakistani airspace first, didn't they? Then the Pakistanis chased them. Then Indians returned and got shot down, or something along those lines. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, anyway, what what the what everyone ten, tends to agree is he got shot down over Pakistan airspace. Yeah, but, uh, but no, 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 Pakistan, Indian, Pakistan Indian, didn't go into Indian airspace. Yeah, but uh, Indians don't agree with that. They're like, no. That never oh, yeah, Indians are always gonna yeah. forget what the Indians say. Nah, you know? forget it. But I don't care what fanboys say. Yeah, mm. yeah. But the reality is that the people are not going to help. The, 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 no one's going to help people in Kashmir through war. They're not. Right, and that's not a solution that the Pak. They need to understand, and probably they do. To be honest with you, to to an extent that Pakistan is not their, you know, that ally that's gonna do everything for them, and 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 the Indians, you know, they're brutal, wait, you savage. Wait, wait, you don't think the Pakistan don't see Kashmir as their own? When you talking about Pakistan, who's Pakistan? You talking about the government? 
the army, the people, everyone. The well, okay. So now you got. Let's talk about the people first, right? The people majority. Yeah, right back. Yeah, the majority of them are struggling to survive at the moment, right? Right. Inflation is at some stupid amount. I think the rupees hit what. 200 rupees to a pound or 250 rupees to a pound or something at the moment. What the package? You know, yeah, it's crazy at the moment. You know, roti has gone that expensive, but people really they're struggling to get their basic necessities at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. That's the majority of the population. Yeah. The elite, the secular elite who are living at large and have got everything, mm-hmm. they do they see the Kashmiris? No. They don't really give a crap about them, to be honest with you. Mm. The most important thing for them is to maybe keep India bleeding a little bit and protect that water supply. Apart from that, they do not give a damn, right? The religious people, you know, what what can you say about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> without offending anyone, without offending anyone, you know. Okay, yeah, they people say people are their brothers, but, you know, what's their long-term plan? You know, what is their intelligence? You know, what's their, who's their loyalty to? It's it's all murky and it's all, it's all sad, you know? So really what help have they got from, what help do they expect? Okay, some people will protest. Alhamdulillah, you know, a lot of people do care, so they will protest, they will do, but that's the extent to what they can do. They can't help. They can literally do nothing. Maybe give some aid, some charity. That's right. Right. But, but, um, let's talk about the army now. You don't think that the Pakistan as or, or Pakistan as a country, when I say a country, I'm talking about the uh, government and the army and stuff. You don't think they see Kashmir as their own? Like, as in, no. Kashmir is our sort of land? No, oh, I think they see them as, as a geopolitical tool. That's it. Yeah, that's it. They, it's like Bangladesh. Are, are, the, are the Pakistanis itching to get uh, Bangladesh back? Mm-hmm. They're not. They don't care. It's gone. Yeah, and that, that's the same thing that they see with uh, Kashmir. They know they can't get it back realistically. Mm. So what kind of benefit can they get from it? And it's it's that's the 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 extent of their motives. Nothing more than that. Mm. If tomorrow. You know, someone came to them and said, "Do you want this amount of benefit and give us and give up Kashmir?" Yeah, they wouldn't think twice, man. It'd be gone. Do you reckon? I don't. I don't believe that. Oh, come on, they give. Oh wait, there's a, a historical precedent. What's that? They gave uh, part of Kashmir to China. Well, part of uh, what do you mean? Did they? Yes. Which one? They ceded control of uh, northern part of Kashmir, I think it is, to China. China asked for it. Pakistan gave it to them. Wow. So Kashmir at the moment is divided into three parts. Again, something people don't really know. There's a Chinese part, a Pakistan and an Indian. Chinese part was given to okay, them. I didn't by... know that at all. Yeah. So it's not mm. like they, they got this love of the land that is you know, mm. our homeland and our heartland that we have mm. to fight for it. Wow. No, the, the, no, the, 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 the way I would, I would be seeing it, it's like, it's something that's you see it as your own. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, for example, having a house and having someone camped out on your front, in your front garden and you like, well, no, that's my garden. You, you get it? Seeing it as your own. Yeah. Like, no, the Kashmir is actually part of 
Pakistan is not. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I'll, no, I'll no, just get so the feeling actually, that no, what they it, feel I think, right, like right, that Let me just correct this. I think the Chinese took it from the Indians, mm. right? Because uh, there was a, China, a brief war between China and India. And then the Pakistanis uh, officially accepted it as part of China. So that's the actual history. Because I remember the war that happened, the very, very brief war mm -hmm. between the, the Chinese and the Indians. And uh, Pakistan have accepted it as uh, part of part of China. Mm. So it's not it's not like it's not like you know Britain and, and Dover, for example, or Britain and you know whatever. That this is our Britain. This is historically it's always been ours. It's mm. not like that. They don't see it as that the homeland. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's it's not like that at all. So it's just a strategic importance, and nothing more than that. What do you think is going to come of this in terms of, um, in like in the near future? Do you think because right now, obviously, tensions are rising. Um, India are, are talking about um, re, re sort of um, changing their policies on the first first strike rule, um, regards to nuclear warfare. Because I think before it was always uh, in retaliation, retaliatory, or using it as um, sort of a prevention measure. But now they're talking about actually striking first. I don't know I mean, how serious they are. A little hot air, man. No, I, I, of course, even of if they do it, of course it is. But the tension, meaning, lose... but, but, but uh, of course it is. But it still like kind of raises the tension of. The place. Where do you see this going? Do you see it dying down, eventually going back to the way it was uh, a few years? Or... I, I really think they're trying to they're trying to call Pakistan's bluff, which is what on on on, on all the rhetoric about Kashmir and about their all the animosity and all the threat. Do you think Kashmir? Uh, do you think uh, India has the same feeling towards Kashmir uh, that Pakistan does, or do they have more of a feeling of um, we want Kashmir is ours? Uh, I think Hindu nationalists see that as a more of a claim because I think, isn't that where Indus Valley is in Kashmir or in that area? Uh, I'm not too sure actually. Now you brought it up, maybe. I mean, with the, with the Hindus, uh, the Hindu nationalists, they see the whole of Pakistan, Bangladesh, everything as part of India, right? Right. I mean, they're as dumb as everyone else when it comes to history. You know, they they actually believe that they were one unified. You know, uh, people and blah blah blah. They weren't killing and murdering and raping each other, but you know, just, they, 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 I mean, you know, you've seen Hindu nationalists. You've seen that guy. You know, when uh, that tweet that you posted, from that, <laughs> uh, you know, from that Hindu nationalist, yeah, you know, retard. Yeah. Well, that's what they like. That's exactly what they like. You know, the white Nazi told him to shut up, and he said, "Okay, well." <laughs> 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 no, no, he didn't have to shut up. He he called them a street shitter yeah. <laughs> and a coin muncher. He's like, yeah, he literally said, "Okay, you can lead, we'll follow." Yeah, he goes, "You lead, we follow." <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, that's that's the extent of the you know mindset with them people, right? So if today Modi's Obviously, who's more of a businessman, you know, he's more of his, um, you know, he's, he's playing the role that he wants to play. Mm. If tomorrow someone else comes with another role, they'll go down that. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's very um so at the moment, yeah, you're right. You know, they are they are definitely seeing everything is part of India. You know, everything is ours. You know, we need to I mean some of them the way they talk about Muslims and what they forget Kashmir, look at what they're doing to Muslims everywhere else, you know, in India. Uh-huh. Daily people getting stabbed and, you know, beaten for not praising their gods and Dude, you know, do you know how mad they are that uh the most recognized part of India in international scene is Taj Mahal. And yeah. uh, it is built by Muslims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they hate that? Do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't like it. Hindu nationalists, man, if you go yeah, on there. Yeah, they detest it. Yeah. They, you know, they detest. Look, they changed the name of, uh, you know, uh, was it Allahabad? They changed it to Ram Nigger or something. You know. Uh, <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the name, man. You know what do they call it? Called it Rob's digger. <laughs> no. You know what? What do they call it? Uh, Rob's digger. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Did you just no, make Piarag, that? Piara Garage or whatever they called it. They changed the name okay. from. Okay. All right. They, they could have changed the name, but you, you, you said they changed the name to Rob's nigger. I was like, what? No, I didn't hear, bro. You did. You said they changed the name to Rob's nigger. No, like, Ram nigger. Like, you know, come on, you must have heard Shri nigger. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So anyway, so anyway, so they they mental. You know, they think that you know they're winning wars against. Muslims by doing all this crap. Yeah, uh, but then you have yeah. equally you have people on the other side. Like uh, um, I was uh, just running through uh, Zaid Hamid's tweets. Have you- oh, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude! <laughs> I'm telling you, it's uh, you. You can't win a war of words with a man like that. He's 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 got experience. He's got um, you know. Uh, Foresight and most of all, he's got truth on his side, you know. This dude. He, dude, he is something else, man. He is something else. He'll be like, you know, do you want chocolate milkshake or banana milkshake? Well, you know, geopolitical, uh, this, this, blah, 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 and Pakistan's in the bar. That's literally the extent of the conversation that you get with him, you know. Yeah. Raw made the chocolate milkshake, you know. everything he like everything this guy sort of uh sees is in light of uh gazwa hind doesn't it it's like everything everything i mean he he's put uh, i saw like um earlier on like i just typed it up all and i wonder what he's up to nowadays and lo and behold he's still talking about it um and he's, he's put up a like a picture of a uh, like a video clip of a movie, and he's talking about the <laughs> about about um, ISI agents and uh, like Gazwa Hind and all sorts. Mm-hmm. Of, I think it's, it's dude, it's a movie. It's not. It's not real. <laughs> but he sees everything in light of that, and uh, it's good comedy. But then again, I, th- I think I think to sort of balance it out, you, you know, you, you can't even challenge. On anything, he he's not gonna answer. He's gonna tell you you're a child and this. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. It's just you, you, anything. <laughs> your face. Remember the reply. <laughs> what, what reply? 
Uh, he he gave a reply to this tweet. I posted it on the uh, on WhatsApp. I do, I vaguely remember it. It was. Uh, oh, it was so funny. His reply. He's <laughs> like something like, "Shut up if you want to talk to me." <laughs> something like that. <laughs> so, something ridiculous. He called he called the person a child, didn't he? Like you're just a child. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, yeah. Because he's an experienced campaigner. He's been there. He's been in the walls. He's been, you know, he's um. Not in- only that, this the argument is, you know, it's a typical Pakistani line. You don't know what we know. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and that's like supposed to be this, you know, debate. Yeah, and then, then tell me, dummy. Yeah, exactly. But that's their thing. You don't know what we know. Okay, so tell me then. And they're like, no, no, you don't know what we know. I can't tell you. <laughs> so, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? You're supposed to just believe him because he's Zaid uh-huh. Hamid. And if you don't, you're part of Raw. And that's, you know, one of the things that I found, I was going to say, sorry, before we wrap up, yeah. Mm. One of the most fascinating things about um, about this whole issue with Kashmir, Pakistan, India, all this politics, is that it's kind of like a universal stupidity between all the different groups there. So uh-huh. whether you're Hanafi, Deobandi, Salafi, Ali Hadith, whatever, they cannot get rid of that stupidity. It's ingrained in them. Mm. So you'll get like the most ardent LA Hadith guy who, you know, talks about Quran, Sunnah, whatever, yeah. And he's talking about geopolitics and raw and the Pakistani army, Zindabad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and the Braille will be doing the same thing. And so will the Deobandi. They're all on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And one thing, you know, inshallah, which we should talk about, you know, maybe another time is how culture affects your religious mindset. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're talking about your nationalism. Culture, nationalism. No. Yeah. Your culture. It doesn't it's matter. part of Iman, bro, if you're in Pakistan. Exactly. <laughs> Even the early hadith will tell you, you know, oh, no, loving your country <laughs> part of your Iman. And you'll be like, is that hadith sahih? Is that whatever? I'll be like, no, no, you know. Even if it's not sahih, yeah, it's still part of Iman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's it's a big thing, uh, you know, in Pakistan. No matter what mm. background you're from, you can't go against, you know, the, uh, the, the Pakistani establishment. And when it comes to back Kashmir, you mm. can't. That's why you, know, I, you have to. I find like nationalism just so stupid. Like anywhere I see it, I just find it absolutely just ridiculous. Like the, and the, the what makes it for me where it was early on that I kind of caught on how ridiculous it was. Um, is when people would like, like I would hear about, I don't know, some uh, like genocide or crime that the countries committed against other people, right? And they were like, um, they won't denounce it. It's almost they're too proud of their country yeah. to denounce. It's, it's, dude, it's a crime. I mean, what you did in that particular place is, is totally a crime, but they won't because it's like, no, if I denounce it, then I'm some in some way insulting my country. I thought that was yeah. listen, man. My my sort of relationship to the truth is sort of you know. But maybe that's your culture as well. That's what I'm saying to you. You know, growing up here. Yeah. And shall we talk about this another time? But growing up here, where we see, the, you see the nationalism Pakistan, here as well, though, don't you? Yeah. No, what I'm saying is, as say for us, yeah. Yeah. Growing up here. We were never white, so we couldn't be pure British. Right, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. We could never be Paki because they were just, them guys were just cuckoo. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so you kind of like, like, for example, well, you are, yeah, you are, you, well, we are Pakis, but it's no, a, you're British. You're nah, British, nah. man. Dude, dude. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. You are not English. You're not Welsh. You're yeah. not Scottish. You're yeah. British. No, Scottish, you can be Scottish. No, 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 no. Nah, no. Listen, yeah, Brady. Listen, listen, listen. You cannot be you Scottish. Dude, dude, dude. I've lived in Scotland. You are not right? Scottish. And I'm telling you. It you doesn't are not matter. Scottish. It doesn't matter what you, they you know say. What? You're not you, Scottish. You don't sound Scottish. You are no, not no, Scottish. No, no, I don't. I'm from Manchester, man. Right, exactly. I, I, even when I was in Scotland, I couldn't be Scottish. Listen, but you're a packing northerner. Okay, let me... Anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it later, yeah, cool. but let me tell yeah. you. Yeah, let's wrap up. When I was... When I was uh, researching that I was young very very young right yeah. and uh, so someone told me about Bangladesh you know what happened yeah. right you know, Pakistan-Bangladesh war yeah so I read about what happened and what they did yeah right and the first thing I was th- thought was man these guys are nasty these guys are sick twisted people yeah. right yeah. that's a natural mm-hmm. reaction that anyone should have right right now, you go to a Pakistani and you tell him, you did this, your army did this. And they'd be like, well, you know, you know, this, this, that, that, raw, Bangladesh, traitors, everything will come out of their way. <laughs> yeah. Why does it always have to be raw? That's what they say, everything's raw. Yeah, raw, this, that. They can never just say, you know what? Yeah, them people were some sick, twisted people. Yeah. Right? They yeah. can't say it. It's, yeah. And... That's what I mean. It's just pure stupidity when you can't do, when you can't even denounce something so blatant. Yeah, so heinous. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, so heinous. It's why is it you're gonna die? Is, yeah, is that right, your exactly. pride, your prestige? You already surrendered. <laughs> you know right. what you? Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> this is what more basic can you be? You surrendered, man, to guys that you know that you. You know the insults that they normally give to them, yeah? All them insults, yeah. And you surrendered. You know, what more do you want? Yeah. Right. But yeah, they did surrender 71, didn't they? Yeah, they surrendered. You know they actually I, I, surrendered. You know what? I bought, I, bought, I, bought, I bought that app, right? And I got I got challenged on that as well. Well, what's, what's wrong with surrendering? If it, if, it, if it fits in line with, like, you know, the... Uh, the uh, situation at the time, and it's a strategical thing to do. Yeah, then, bro, listen, it's uh, part of God's will. Hand, you surrender. I said, I said, listen, <laughs> and then... I said, listen, I said, still, it was the biggest <laughs> surrender of any army ever since World War Two, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're, they're like, no, but if they're, yeah, what's the what's the point of costing more lives and stuff? They'll go down. It was a smart thing to do. I was like, listen, I'm not saying it's not a smart thing to do, but well, at the end, of, you still care. you still you surrendered. If there's half a million of you, yeah, you got no right to surrender. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't half think so. a million of you. Uh, actually, I don't think that was that much. No, I'm joking. No, it was a hundred thousand. Yeah, it was a hundred thousand. A hundred thousand. That's uh, yeah. still. It's, it's, that's the thing. It's a huge amount of people. Meaning, yeah. but the thing is, uh, I don't. Obviously, I'm not gonna like you know sit from the comfort of my home and start saying, well, you know, maybe you should have done this or try to strategize. Yeah, well, but, I, no, look, look, yeah, I, do. No, I will, I will. Uh, how, how, I will say something. Yeah, you know, go on. Maybe she shouldn't have gone killing, shooting, and raping the civilian population, and you might not be in the position where you had to surrender to your enemy. Uh, you know see, what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe they thought Goswell Hind was going on in 71. <laughs> yeah, they probably did. <laughs> and then, yeah. Someone should have let them they surrender. No, he was born too late. Yo, we, we can... Yo, we got delayed that guys were in for like uh, yeah. a few more decades. <laughs> you know what it is? Everyone's got that end of times prophecy they're holding on to. Oh, the you stupid know, people, man. Because what I hint 
or Mehdi's coming. No, you know, listen, or, bro, listen, bro. Yeah. He is coming. All right. Hey, your bro. Yeah, I'm saying now. I'm now. No, listen, like, listen. I have heard it. I swear to God, I have heard it from oh the mouths my of, God. from the from the mouths of people who like who go to these Seriously. highly respected and trusted people within the community. Okay. And oh, within which community? Within the, within the Sufi community. But no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you hear? Say it. Spill it. Spill What did you hear? I want to qualify this, right? It's not just a, a Sufi community. Like these guys go off into a corner and no, like, no, no, no. Respe- but, highly respected scholars, right? World, like uh, world-renowned scholars. I'm not going to mention the names or whatever. But um, okay, okay. No, not from them. But people who have heard from them have like told me. I don't. And they only th- told you, man. Yeah, they, of course, right? But <laughs> no, no, no. no I, and the thing is, this is something I wanna, I wanna challenge in like uh, future podcasts, right? Because uh, I've got some really like con- like big contentions with that. Anyway, bro, spill it. It is that the Mahdi is here. He is here, oh. and he is um, being sort of reared and raised in certain households and stuff like right now. And i.e. the time is like near and upon us and that. And uh, that's a bombshell, man. That, that, but, that but tell me something. How many? How many? Yo. You know what? The thing is, is, uh, is you, you know, you know what I'm gonna do me. now? I'm gonna go on Twitter. Yeah. I'm gonna go on Twitter. I'm gonna put that gnome's news hashtag breaking. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm gonna do right now. You know, you know what my dad said. My dad said, yeah, because we heard that in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every every generation's been here. Yo, yeah, bro. My dude's thinking. I'm sure, like six hundred. I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure six hundred years ago there were conspiracy theorists back then too. Like they would gather in the house and you know it would be one big. There's lots of no, no. That's raised a lot of questions now. Go on. first of all, you know, is he in Pakistan? We need to know that. <laughs> is he a Pakistan, right? What's his mother? You know, mm-hmm. we need to know that. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Is he Salafi or not? No, he's, he's not definitely Salafi, not. You know? Definitely not. It's definitely not. I'll tell you that now. Yeah, bro. I t- I so Salafi's out. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. Everyone has that man he's coming, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, no, this is like, it. Had... Dude, I've, I've heard and like he's he's here. I've heard like, you know, um dude, I've heard the most ridiculous things. You wouldn't believe some of the stuff I've heard. But you, do, you, you, you know what they, what they all, all have in common? Oh. It all comes from Sufis, bro. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> well, That's well. You could, you could you could argue, you could argue. ISIS thought, you know, they were bringing him, man. <laughs> <laughs> they were Salafis, man. <laughs> they, were, they were throwing people off buildings to speed up the process. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they thought they were bringing the dude, man. Yeah, bro. They were like, yo, yeah. naming yo, bro, bro, magazines and everything, man. Yeah, bro. It's like, yo, I know Maddie's alive. Let's try him out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's do the magazine. Yeah. Let's do the Al Malhama. Yeah. They were drawing him out, man. They were like, come on. Look, it's time. It's time, man. Hurry up. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's not just the 
Again, it's not just Sufi. Yeah, we man. should wrap up, bro. It's been like two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's long, man. I think this topic is so interesting and so important as well. So it is something I think we should definitely. It's vast. So yeah, yeah. Next time, next time I will bring you a proper man. Yeah, next time I bring a proper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so... Well, before we go, I found his replies. I mean, he said that uh, better stay quiet when we're talking. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> Who said that? Say it to somebody challenging him, right? He's like, you better stay quiet when we're talking. Ooh. Again. <laughs> no, you don't understand. He's telling that he's saying you better stay quiet while we're talking. Uh, all right. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking. You better stay quiet. Oh, okay. How are you going to stay quiet? Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's end the podcast with that. Mm. With that wisdom. Okay. Say it me. Listen, man, you have to have respect for the dude. He fought in the Afghan war. Right. Oh, yeah, he fought in the Afghan war. He's a veteran. Forgot. Anyway, there's lots of stories about him that I could tell you. Really? Oh, yeah, I'm interested, bro. Next n- next podcast. Yeah, he supported that fake Mahdi guy, innit? Oh, my. <laughs> really? You know I, see, I heard about that. I in, really wait, wait, wait. know about in, that. In 70s? That guy, yeah. uh, what's his name again? I forget. I forgot. It was in the 80s, I think it was. 80s or 90s. Was it, was it, no. Wasn't Dar Qadri also um, like uh, sort of connected to him as well? I'm not sure. I can't remember. But okay. definitely that Ademid anyway. Okay. You're talking about the one in uh, 79 where he seized uh, Mecca? No, 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 no. Juhayman? No, no, no. Not Juhayman. There's a guy in Pakistan who's uh, the fake prophet, fake Mahdi guy. And uh, he was Zahidami's best friend. And Zaham oh, wow. actually put the bail out and stuff for him. Then the guy ended up getting killed in prison. What a dummy. Anyways. Yeah. Alright, let's uh, head out. Yeah, I'll catch up with you guys. I need to sleep, man. What okay. Um, we'll do another one next week, yeah? Yeah, Soon, inshallah. Yeah. Uh, and inshallah, uh, Yasser will be back as well. Alright, cool. Alright, man. Alright, salam. Welcome, salam.